What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome in to episode number seven, right? Yep, seven of the amazing, awesome, dare I say best podcast on the fucking internet, you know, the pre-patch, right. the pre-patch podcast, right? Hello? Yeah? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. Am I live? Yeah. Am I live, guys? I, I, I don't know if you're live. I'm live. Are we live? Is everybody live? Oh my god! What's going on? I'm live. Did COVID? Did COVID kill all us all? No, no, no. Did, <laughs> Not yet. Did COVID kill all of us? That that may be more us. likely. <laughs> Honestly, from now on, if we're going to be posting this to YouTube, we should probably instead of saying that, we should say COVID. Because <laughs> That's I know true. They're demonetizing yeah. things if you say the other name. Uh, so I think from now on, it's just going to be COVID nineteen instead of you yeah. Know, um, okay. I do want to take a second though, and just at, like before we even go to anywhere into all of this, uh, thank you guys to everybody that has gone out and subscribed to our YouTube channel. Um, if you hit in my channel at least uh, exclamation mark uh, podcast, um, it'll come up with the link um, for the uh, show. But uh, appreciate everybody that's gone out there, um, all of our fan base, um, you know, that has gone in and subscribed. That means a lot. We're actually trying to get to. Uh, 100 subscribers so we can get a custom URL badge. Um, it's really important uh, for us to be able to get to that. So please, mm -hmm. if you have not yet um, subscribed, um, go in and do that. Um, again, it, it helps us immensely just because we don't have this weird ass, <laughs> you know, long like, fucking channel name. UCPLE. That's one of the biggest issues that I have with YouTube is that they, they made it so that it, it locked custom URLs behind being you know having 100 subscribers it didn't used to be that way but now yeah. it is it's it's annoying more yeah. than it is anything yeah really. but uh but thank you to everybody that has done in that and also too thank you for everybody that that comes in and tunes in you know right when we go live um you know this is something that we've now done seven episodes of uh it is something that we're all very passionate about we all really look forward to doing this um and love being a part of this and um it was something that you know, was that we had a while back and, you know, it was something that we really, really, really wanted to bring back. Um, let's just listen to the soothing <laughs> ASMR sounds. Of just shaking the G Fuel. Bill's fucking Sponsor G Fuel. Um, Sponsored. But yeah, it's so um, we're super happy to be able to do that. And thank you again to all of our fans that come out and support us in all of our channels, whether you're live um, in my channel, you're live in Scruffy's channel or in Bill's channel. Um, you know, we see all of the chat. So thank you guys for hanging out yeah. and, and being we with us. We see you. So, thank you. Yeah. Um, so getting right into it, this is a, as always, we always have a jam packed podcast um, and we, we talk about so many different topics um, and there's so much stuff that has come out. Uh, you know, I think between Valorant with the Call of Duty hacking, we've got closures of, uh, you know, game servers, um, you know, new games that we're all playing. Uh, Tom Nook is a crook. Um, from what I'm, I'm hearing across the animal, Randy, Randy Pitchford's a dickhead. Yep. Apparently yeah. that's a thing. Um, so, uh, you know, and the new stuff that came to Twitch, we're obviously going to talk about with the new mod tools and things like that, that did come to, to Twitch. So, um, you know, it's a jam packed episode and, uh, I'm really looking forward to getting into it, but before we dive any farther, right, we got to get the intros out of the way. Of course, my name is Sinan. Um, I'm one of the hosts, uh, here on the, this wonderful podcast. You can catch me at, uh, my Twitter handle S1N3N or obviously on Twitch at S1N3N as well. Um, Scruffy, 
the young man Hello. that holds down <laughs> our our weeb community here. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, yeah, what up? I'm Scruffy. How's it going? Ooh, Scruffy, woo. Oh, <laughs> All right, I'm going to take my leave now. Yeah, you okay. guys can finish this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. Uh, Scruffy, yeah, where can everybody find you at? You know, it's typical twitch.tv at Agent Scruffy, Twitter, Agent Scruffy, pretty much same thing everywhere. It's me. Awesome. Hi. And it's then boy. we yep. we still are waiting for that uh, sponsorship from uh, from Head and Shoulders and Pantene because the man <laughs> that right that that's right there has got the glorious locks and can grow a beard six times faster than Scruffy can ever do. Uh, is <laughs> Mister Mister Billy the Squid? What's going on, Bill? Oh, not too much, fellas. Yeah, and uh, uh, where, can, where can everybody? Where, <laughs> Okay, all right. Where can everybody find your content? I keep getting interrupted. Jesus Christ. Who are you? (laughs) I am Billy the Squid. You can find me on Twitter, Billy underscore the underscore squid with a K. Same thing on Twitch and YouTubes. And uh, again, uh, the man with no face um, that we will never know if he is walking down the street, if he's behind you or not. You'll just, you'll fear fear you'll feel a little just you'll fear him too yeah Yeah. i mean you'll you'll fear him you'll fear him right but you're just you're gonna feel a a a slight breeze across the back of your neck thinking that's gonna be his luscious beard just brushing you that or 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 him crop dusting you as he walks by you're never gonna know just you just feel me you know leaning in and then and all you'll hear is it's free real estate yeah but there's uh mr uh uh Enigma, um, obviously, Enigma. Where can people find you at? Uh, obviously, you can find me at Enigmatical TV on Twitter and Enigmatical Gaming on Twitch. But I would rather you just go to twitch.tv slash team slash prepatch and just take in all of our wonderful streamers that we have represented yeah. through me and through their own channels. Just do it. It's you're you're not missing out on anything really. Um, so yeah, so that's our intros guys, but, uh, let's, let's get right into it, man. So there's been a lot that's over. That's there's been a lot. Yeah. Now that that gruesomeness is done. Um, (laughs) so there has been so much stuff that's come out and so much things, uh, you know, that I think, you know, usually we kind of kick off these shows by talking about what we're playing. Um, and I want to kind of hold that for a little bit, um, because I think it's going to kind of incorporate into the show as we talk. Um, and yes, uh, I will be talking about Ori and Will of the Wisp as people in chat are kind of wanting to, to hear about that as well. We didn't really talk too much about it last week, uh, our last episode, but, um, you know, I, I think let's, let's talk about the big elephant in the room, right. Or, or two big elephants in the room, um, is the closures of these games that have happened, that realistically, I mean, insanely soon, like we, you know, we talked a couple weeks ago when you talk about like bless unchained, when you talked about, um, you know, some of these other companies that are just kind of grabbing this money and running with it. Um, but this is a little bit different, man. This is just like, I mean, we had, it was what in, in Enigma, this you're this is kind of your topic here, but we had uh, last Oasis, which is a big, big well, one, right? The, the, the big, the biggest thing is like it once, once you look into like last Oasis, it's not as, as much of a closure as it's like a, a an extended maintenance period. I uh, originally, I thought it was a closure until the point that I, I read into it a little bit more. Apparently they're only going down for like seven days to make sure that maintenance is, is done on their servers. They got hit so hard with, uh, with the influx, I'm sure of COVID-19 gamers. Um, 
And I think that was the biggest thing with their with their servers. They just weren't ready for that influx. Now you can't you can't make that as a uh, an actual excuse because I, I didn't give that as an excuse for uh, uh what, what was it uh the the fucking Diablo. I always forget Wilson, the fucking name. Wilson. Wilson, yeah, yeah. I, I, you can't give that as an excuse because you know I, I feel like if you're if you're gonna look at your metrics and everything, you should know that you're gonna get hit hard. As a new game in that kind of an industry, you're gonna get hit hard regardless. But mm-hmm. I I kind of I kind of backtrack on what I was thinking prior was like oh they're just they're just going in, they're doing this as a cash grab this and that in between two. Maybe it's not as bad. They 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 kind of admitted failure. They kind of admitted that they fucked up, and they're like, "We're gonna take things down for seven days. We're gonna fix what we had wrong, and we're gonna come back strong." And on top of that, they're giving out free, you know, full refunds no matter how long you played. So well, if you feel if you feel like you've you've been wronged by them, they're giving out full refunds. How does... That's the biggest thing because because Steam itself only gives refunds after two, two hours. hours. Well, my yeah. question if is, how do they do that? After that, that sucks. How is that? I how is know. that doing that though? Because our... that's that's a good question. Because like the the I, I haven't bought it. I, I I'm so far out of survival games. I I don't give a shit about them anymore. I hardly mm-hmm. play any of them. But apparently, it's it's they're doing it somehow. Well, because I that, like how, I know but... that for a fact. Like right now, I I'm not fighting Steam anymore. I fought Steam on the Wilson purchase for Scruffy. Um, yeah. you know, Scruffy basically uh, refunded the game. I then in turn went to go refund it. Um, he was you know over the two hour limit, but uh, you know the reality of it is the game was broken, the game was busted. He wasn't gonna play it, you know, or whatever else. And so I went to go refund it. I had to go through PayPal to get my money back, and because Valve didn't respond, I got my money back from PayPal. Valve has locked my account out for until for four weeks I, I can't like so if anybody gifts me anything i can't even add it so the blasphemous that you gave me can't add it to my account because yeah. my, my account's locked out for four weeks like because it, it, they didn't approve the return or whatever else but paypal still was like no you guys never responded back so you get your money back so i'm just interested on how are they gonna go follow through with that because if yeah i don't know it's, it's got to be some kind of collaboration between them and, and steam like they steam has a, a couple in a couple cases gone past their four hour time and, and given out refunds on games that are completely broken they did it with i uh, oh shit what was that atlas i, I believe i believe they did it with atlas i believe they did it with i uh, I bless. I think I did with bless yeah, on a couple of games. Sure, yeah. So um, it's 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 not unheard of that they've they, they've gone against their their two hour you know fourteen day uh, refund policy, but it's very very rare, and it's usually only slotted for those kinds of games that it's quite clear that they're completely fucking broken and nobody can play it. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, so to, to everybody understands, it's two hours. It's not four. It's a two-hour window that no, you that's, get. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I um, mean. And, hours. and to be 100% honest, Steam is fucked with that. Like, that's a stupid, that, that is a dumbass rule. Like, I it's get super strict. I, I get two hours, I mean, it's, but. It's, it's better It's better than not. Like, I'm not there's no uh, right, other, but there's I'm saying no it, it shouldn't be, like, two hours is, is nothing. You People, have you have to think of it in a, the, like, there's some of these smaller indie games that are, like, three bucks that you can beat in like less than two hours and then people would just refund those it's to def- like it's as a deterrent for people just mass buying these small games right. playing them and then but there's a them. There, there's a way to be able to monitor that via a completionist like most of these games that do come out usually have to have some kind of steam achievements or something attached to it it's not just like a they, they launch and then they're done um my whole thing is like to me to a two-hour window 
I, there's been many a times where I literally have fucked with the game for over two hours trying to get it to work. Um, yeah, you know, just being in the tutorial sometimes right. takes over two hours. Right. So it, it's not I'm not saying that it needs to be a huge amount of like, uh, you know, a, like a, what was it? Gog or something like that or, or whatever that's mm -hmm. doing freaking, yeah, you know, Gog. 30 days. Um, like that's that's ridiculous. Day, no, no time limit. Right. That's that's, that's crazy. But like they need to do at least, I think, like a, a, th a three to four hour kind of, of window. Well, the the thing know. is, is like it, that that brings up into question you know like gog the difference between gog and steam on their on their uh, refund policies right if gog is willing and able to do a 30-day money-back guarantee why is steam not able to do that because they you don't know, want like, to what, it's what, what's it, the difference it's like, they don't want you know? to it's, it's got nothing to do with they, these limitations from, from what i've heard with steam they withhold the funding for 30 days regardless so yeah. like you you pay steam they mm. get their cut they keep the rest of the money in their area for 30 days and then finally it goes to the actual publisher and the and the game creator right so it's like I, I i don't understand that personally myself but i do agree with you that they could they could track that and i'm sure that they do i'm, I'm sure that they track uh how many actual refunds you do in a you know in a month right? yeah I know, I know there is a steam tracker that does that and that's another thing but i mean still i think i think it's more to defend the small guys than yeah. it is for anything else and you're right sin and i've spent many hour trying to just get settings optimized for a game and it's happening more and more in the present day because these games come out fucking broken yeah. right well and that's my mm -hmm. thing too is like and i think this goes this kind of brings this full circle into the topic but like if if a game is launching and is this busted you know last oasis again i give more credit to indie devs than i do big studios because it's an indie dev studio oh, like yeah. you know so and i give last oasis mm -hmm. even more props because they manned up and said our shit's fucked you know we weren't expecting this we're sorry or whatever versus atlas which is just like pulled the wool over everyone's eye and said fuck you it's a different game and it's not like and you know or whatever else so it's it's but the thing the thing is too is like you have these games that do this where they come out they're completely broken they're completely busted the developer knows that they're busted and they're broken it's not an early access kind of thing this is just the fucking game doesn't work like it, it just doesn't um yeah. you know and in this sense i i feel like last oasis i don't think it was the game didn't work i just think their servers couldn't handle the, the load right yeah from, from everything that i've understood like pre-release their beta participants or whatever it is their alpha whatever whatever they fucking labeled it as their pre pre-release participants said that the game was fucking phenomenal it worked perfectly there was no issue with it the servers were fine everything like that right it's just the influx of people and, and I, I do believe that the current world situations kind of made that even worse because everybody has time on their hands now right everybody has time to play games video games they this is a big upcoming survival title they were like we got to handle we got to get on this like asap Right. Yeah, they responded really fast too. They, did. they yeah, put a they whole did. video out explaining everything about their faults and and everything like mm -hmm. to everyone like within a, less than a few days, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. So so essentially, what what happened was they just weren't weren't ready for the influx of players. And, and I yeah, I hate yeah. I hate the fucking comments that you read when people are just like, <laughs> "You should have been prepared for this." It's like, yeah. bro, they okay so. <laughs> I don't think people understand the amount of money that it costs to actually have server, like a server capacity, server load. And then you spend all this money to expect that an influx of 10,000 people are going to play your game and you get 200. It's just like, well, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I, in any case, I mean, Last Oasis is kind of 
the very very tip of this like the bigger thing yeah. is like the, I, was, I was about to say there, there's the, a, there's like a three-tiered situational report that we got to go into right now right there's <laughs> last oasis where it's like the 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 very tip of the spear the very very minimal portion mm -hmm. right and then we move into like maple story Right. I don't know if you want to keep Maple that story too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. So Maple story two for people that don't know, um, essentially, uh, was the sequel to the original Maple story actually launched pretty successfully had a, a pretty wide audience, well. uh, for a long time. Well, not for, I can't say yeah, long yeah. time. It was less than a year, I think, or less, less than two than years. Year. Yeah. yeah. Less than, really? less than <laughs> I think, I think they were out for literally less than 10 months. Yeah. It had a lot of hype and it looked like a solid game to me. I mean, I tried it. Of, yeah. Everything I've heard, it was a solid game. It was pretty, yeah. it was, a few people there's yeah. a few league streamers i watched that played it in queues and stuff mm -hmm. it, looked, yeah. it looked fun yeah i mean i played it for a little while um it's not my my type of game but i mean i, I did my you know i checked it out like i do normal games and mm -hmm. uh cool great uh, understood it and then out of the blue they just shut it down they're just like not like we're reducing server capacity not that we're not gonna do development for this anymore they just fucking shut ping like club penguin the well, shit out of it and shut it down well, no no that's that's not entirely true they only shut down the u.s servers they're still funding it and fully supporting it in japan and and the uh, asian market yeah but that's but it's that's on their the mobile United platform though they're stopping they're, Is it on their mobile yeah it's only their platform? mobile okay. platform they're so they have migrated the game over to a uh well over overseas in uh, Japan and, and some of the Asian markets like uh, the mobile device reigns king. I mean, it's just the way it is. Um, and so that they 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 mobile migrated game. that over to mobile only. So you can migrate your account to that, but US and EU cannot. It's only for yeah. uh, Japan and I think China and in like one other country or something like that. So essentially, they 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 fucking shut the game down. Like I mean, yeah. it, that's just it. Like they've they've shut they've shut the game the PC version down for sure, and it's it's now, completely gone. It's is this due to it not having a large enough player base in US and EU, or is this due to COVID nineteen issues? I don't think it has anything to do with fucking I COVID. I think to do with COVID, yeah. or, or COVID, not cro well, COVID. Sorry, COVID, shit. Yep. COVID, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think it has anything to do with <laughs> uh, monetized regardless. Of all. Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with that with the state of the of the world right now. Um, they are going to lean heavily on this because it's an easy out. Um, but that's not the case. Like the the real the thing here was that they launched this game. They don't want to fucking put any more money into it. They probably, it probably didn't generate enough revenue for them that they thought it was going to, and they overcompensated for what it was supposed I'm to be. I'm assuming. And, then, know, and, and they're only doing refunds a few a few months back right. as well. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm honestly willing to bet that what happened was, was they released it into the, the, the Western markets, mm -hmm. thinking that it was doing do well. Right. And then they started getting a shit ton of money off their mobile platform in the Asian markets and the Eastern markets. It's not worth it. They, they pro, were probably getting like double what they're making off the PC port in Western markets. And we're like, fuck that. Like Western people are so picky when it comes to these types of games. We're not going to even deal with it. So yeah, it's you're done. You're done. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and the, what's crazy too, is that Maple story one is still being like, that's, that's still a thing. It's still supported. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That game's huge. Yeah. It, so yeah, it, it's, still. I don't know. It's 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 fucking mind blowing that this kind of stuff is a allowed to happen 
in this kind of former fashion, like to me, we are, you know, gaming's now been around forever, right? Um, we finally, because of COVID, uh, we finally have the fucking World Health Organization saying that gaming's healthy. It's not bad anymore. It's not going to rot your brains. You're not going to turn into a serial killer. It's actually a healthy social Seriously. platform. Uh, I love now. That. It was even too long ago. They were blaming games for. They for blamed video it game six months ago for fucking people. Like literally, and yeah. now they're just backslashing and saying, "Nope, it's it's all good." No, it's. Did, it's, they, drop, did they drop the gaming addiction as a mental uh, health probably not. issue no, as no, well? No, no, that's or that's is that still a that's thing? still a thing. Uh, yeah, it's 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 fully still a thing. Um, but you know, we live in this society now uh, where gaming is a hundred percent a social thing, and it's it's in, it's in our world, right? And my like just not understanding why we do not have laws in place that protect consumers when it comes to this kind of stuff. Like, you know, I mean, I get that you could buy something in a co and a company could go out of business. Right. But in nine times out of 10, there are still things that are put into place that allow for either a, the consumer to be compensated back for that, for, you know, whether there's class action lawsuits that are done, there are, you know, things that are like refunds that are, that are done back. I mean, there's laws that are out there and it's just like, the wild wild west and gaming is just like oh fuck over whoever you want to fuck over it doesn't really matter right and, and it just i don't know man it just it sucks we're, it, we're slowly cracking down on it but it's taken a long time Those yeah but big what companies are fighting real hard against it we focus on fucking loot boxes we don't focus on the well the 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 thing is like over over in certain areas of the world like in in australia and such they do have certain laws the state that if if you've removed basically the ability to access something or if you don't have the the ability to do some kind of a refund or something i know they did this with i uh, wilson recently as well was people were they they were getting in trouble for not offering refunds for that they also did it with uh fallout 76 recently everything like that uh if you're not able to actually access it over there i believe you can actually get a class class action lawsuit against you and, and the government of australia will go after you so i'm hoping that at one point the rest of the world world will adopt such things. I mean, just same. I don't even think like I, I guarantee you'd probably be laughed out of court if you went into a thing and said, I want to file a class action lawsuit against let's just say Fallout 76, because what we got was not anything of what was supposed to be right. Like that was a complete shit show and it's still a complete shit show. We go to them and say, hey, or bless or any of these other companies and we go, hey, this is we want a class action lawsuit because what was this was a, basically a scam and what we were paid for was not true. And we were lied to as consumers and right. taken advantage of. They would they would fucking laugh you out of court. Like they would just be like, "Get out of here, bro!" Yeah. Like you're fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Like video, it's it's a video game. What do you what do you want? Like I just I don't know. I, it, there's so many, and I'm not saying that there needs to be like regulations and on top of regulations, but I do think that there needs to be some kind of protection against stuff like this because this is now more than ever i think becoming a bigger and bigger issue it's just like these companies yeah. especially because of how easy it is on steam um maybe with things like gog and things like that that will change you know and, and you'll see a, a you know a, a shift in like the return policy and things like that but there's so much of this just like saying well fuck it you buy at your own risk you know what i mean like it's it's on you if the game fucking blows down you know blows and you know i get it for early access stuff like that's on you like you're buying into an early access you're buying an unfinished product that's like buying a fucking car before it's even built i get that but like when you go out and a game says i'm launched and i'm releasing and you're taking funds and you're allowing people to play your game like at that point you're saying it's fully released you know like i, I don't know it's it's just fucking crazy like to me this it's is where we start the pre-patch uh pre-patch uh 
gamer insurance, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. For sixteen ninety nine a month. <laughs> that, that, it, it, it is an issue, right? Like uh, GOG is is famous for you know bringing back the, the original GOG was good old games, mm-hmm. right? They they were originally there to bring back old games from the dead make them so they weren't drm i sanctioned right so that people could play past versions of games that they loved before but you can't obtain them anymore um one thing that i do like about like private servers and stuff like that is is that they do offer that kind of a service you know there's certain games out there like uh, anarchy online was one recently that kind of came up in the news where they had a new a new server come up that essentially brought it back to what it was previously before the the service completely went down right and Mm -hmm. then that's that's one thing that i like about uh these the new generation is that we're starting to see like these old games be i I wouldn't say reinvigorated but like reanimated almost (laughs) because there's no there's no change to it it's just they've they've brought back the server so people can play them but and i understand those kinds of games where it's like they went on a stint of like 10 to 15 years and then we're like okay we need to shut the we need to shut the servers down but legitimately this is like a year less than a year is ridiculous to me it's the same thing with bless online bless online was up for less than a year dude i think it was up for like six to eight months maybe if i remember correctly somewhere around there regardless it was a year right yeah. and they took it down and you have no access to that anymore there's no way to play it there's you know you can't is that the same is that a similar thing do they stay open in uh asian market no no, no bless just took they, the money and fucking run shut it yeah they they can put bless completely shut it down and took the money and ran it's ridiculous but that should uh, be illegal. yeah no, it's it's one of those things where it's like I, I I don't know what where the uh, where the economy is going, but that's definitely something that we need to look at in the well, future. It's a, mm. the the thing about it that's crazy too is that you know, and, and like people are saying in the chat, right? Is you know, games like Generation Zero, games that uh, are you know, and I'm not familiar with Generation Zero uh, exactly what that is, but you know, games that are online based and they they shut it down, right? Then my whole thing is, then guess what? Give us the access and the rights to open up our own servers. Let us host yeah. our own shit. Like, again, if you're talking about, let's look at, uh, you know, Wildstar. Anybody that's familiar with this podcast, anybody that's familiar with me and my channel, like, I love Wildstar to death. And they fucking murdered it and they killed it. All right. And I know that there's a private yeah. server being done and Carbine isn't really a big deal of it or doesn't really care. And actually, they're helping with the project. But uh, I guarantee that as soon as NCSoft finds out about it, there's going to be hell to pay. But like my whole thing is why not just allow us to open up these fucking servers? Give us the ability to open them up and play them. Like before classic was classic, like, wow. Like look at what blizzard did to the wow servers or the people mm-hmm. that have held private servers. Holy fuck, man. It was like the, I mean, assist orders, right. They went on a crusade. Went to fucking court for a bunch of them. When, when you're talking about someone that has spent $15 a month for decades, you know, a, a decade plus on your game give like fuck you i i at that point i have paid enough to own the rights to be able to hold hold my own private server you know what i mean like yeah i just that's my whole thing about it is is like if you read the terms and conditions which nobody does but like there are ones that i've actually gone through and read it states blatantly right there that you know you own nothing that you're like you are basically paying for access to this but you don't actually own it like well that's that's the problem that's the problem and that's the problem that i've had since since everything went digital honestly like it, it used to be that you went and you actually bought a physical copy of a game that you fucking owned right mm-hmm. it was in your hand as long as you had the disc 
you owned the fucking game and you could play it as long as it wasn't an online game obviously because you, you require servers for that but it's like as long as you own the game like i, I still have a gothic uh, game someplace laying around you can't buy that shit unless it's on amazon right but yeah. i own that game so i can do whatever i want to but the shift from physical copies to digital copies to steam and all these other platforms it's like steam allows you to rent games essentially yeah right that's a basically what you're doing if that's if steam goes down and completely shuts down tomorrow my 260 or 300 fucking game library is gone right <laughs> it's so completely fucking gone right and and the, <laughs> here's the thing right so it's an easy fix like uh to answer a couple questions in chat so uh you know um crovid not the the disease but the actual person is asked is, is basically asking saying about like emulators like if you only if you if you're playing a game on an emulator you own the physical game do you, you know are you by law allowed to or legally own that game no you do not it's even though you physically own the cut a game emulating any kind of software is still against all tos um in terms of conditions for 99.9 percent .9 of content that's out there there are some people that are more open about stuff like cd project red is actually a very very open company about um these kind of things and to the point that they were literally when they had an issue with uh, DRM uh, uh, or DM, uh, DRM, right? Yeah, DRM uh, issues with The Witcher. They were just like, fuck it. Uh, like, we're just going to make the game free. We don't like fuck pirating. That's what I, like, that's what, that's what I like about uh, <clears throat> GOG and, and uh, what's it called? The, the developers of uh, CD Projekt Red is that they they're all about no drm if, if you if you obtain it and you have it you can share it if you want to it's it's entirely up to you you own the game so this what what you're hearing about crovin and saying that if you have the physical version that you can stream the emulated one is still technically against uh terms and conditions against the law uh, there is no emulated software regardless of even if it's built uh from the ground up by someone so there are people that do speed runs they do kaizo runs they do super mario runs they do hack roms they do all of this kind of stuff right all of that software right is technically by law illegal and and my and, my, and nintendo could go after the streamers as well as uh you know the people that made the these platform, the, the platform right the big thing is, is reason why and this is something that is no that is i think not necessarily known across twitch but like the reason that it is difficult when you're either doing merchandising licensings logos anything like that um and you have a licensed product or a trademarked product technically they could come after you for me when i had all of the marvel shit Disney could have easily come after me. They're not going to because it's too much of a headache and a hassle to come after me and Twitch because of the enormous amount of people that are using their stuff. Um, yes, they've done it before, though. Right, but they can. Oh, and yeah. Nintendo is notorious for cosplayers, bro. Nintendo hates fucking cosplayers. Can't yeah. stand them. Hates mm -hmm. them. Um, so, you know, it, it's... the You have to be very, very careful. Digital uh, is the... I, I agree with Plague Nemesis saying that digital is the way that we don't necessarily go. Where I think that the problem is, is that if we go with this idea that every single server is being controlled via a the company versus p2p like to me yeah. p2p server fixes a lot of those issues because then i'm hosting the server i'm hosting the stuff and yes you're going to deal with lag issues you could deal with all of this kind of stuff but in the day and age that we live in now where internet is i know it's not wildly fast for every single person but it's moderate it's fucking better than what it was you know 20 30 years ago um 
in a 30 player lobby there's at least one person that's going to have a stable enough internet connection right. to host a, a, a stable game and, and let's be 100 percent honest folks how many fucking server run games have you gotten into where the it's complete dog shit like let's be honest it's not like this is the fucking like the, it's the well, promised land Fallout 76 is fucking right. private servers that they, they said you would be able to host you would be able to host yourself and then they were like mm, actually we want a hundred dollars a fucking year so you know we're gonna host that that's Ubisoft right now too. Their servers have taken a big, uh, a yeah. big L after the most recent patch. On top of the influx of players, they you can. It's very difficult to stay in more than like two or three siege matches without you being disconnected from the server for who knows how long. Yeah, I mean, really? Ubisoft is just going down downhill regardless. They've just been going downhill for the past like year. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's yeah. and it's not even just that. Like, it's not just game servers alone. Like, you're talking like. I mean, we have people that play League. The Riot client. Riot clients have been out for decades. It's been out for fucking forever. This game has not... As, I mean, graphically, it's changed. But for God's sake, the, the fucking... Their servers suck. It just yeah. sucks. And it's not even no, complex. It, it went down completely the other day for me and uh, Crow. We were trying for like an hour just to get back into it. Just like, clicking it. Task manager, closed, click. How, how many characters have we had launched now in league we've had there there's over well over a couple hundred right there's a hundred plus easily like i, I know for a fact there's a hundred plus they launch a new character once every like quarter or a rework the rework comes out it breaks the entire fucking client it's like matchmaking doesn't work match history doesn't work this person's gonna get disconnected store doesn't show up i can't buy rp points i can buy rp points like it's i don't it's it's fucking oh, no, nutty, no no bro. no no you can buy rp points they make sure that that server's fucking working <laughs> no i'm I, dude i, I it's 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 i don't know it's fucking nutty but again to circle this all back like so, but before we close it though it, right we, we, we don't want to close it because we still have one topic that i really really want to talk about and that is the the very final version of the of the spear right you have you have the tip of the spear where it was like okay they you know they shut it down for a little bit you have the middle of the spear where they shut down the, completely after a year and then you have games like Illyria, chronicles of Illyria, which is a game that i had been kind of looking forward to i'd been kind of keeping my eye on it was a uh, kickstarted game from back about 2014 exactly and that, we'll get to that we'll get to that oh, boy. you fucking worry billy we'll get to that. <laughs> so you got chronicles of Lyria that's been in kickstarter for about four years now i believe is what it is they recently came down the pipeline about a week ago uh that they were closing down shop they're closing down their entire company eight million dollars kickstarted right I, th I think they had a million dollars kickstarted and then they had a another five million or six million seven million somewhere on there i uh, kickstarted on another project and then a little bit more on their main site if i remember correctly so they were fully fully crowdfunded shut down completely nobody knows what the fuck happened to that eight million dollars <laughs> it's gone just got up and ran i'll tell you exactly where that it's eight million dollars went bro <laughs> And, and, and also having a margarita. <laughs> yeah, someone's got some come, nose candy. Certain things have come to light as well. Like they originally came out with a projection that they would require four million dollars to actually finish the entire game. Right? They said that we will we need about four million dollars to completely finish the game from start to finish. Boom! There you go. They got eight million dollars, used up four million dollars. They still have four million dollars missing. We don't know where it's at. So the, essentially, people are thinking that's what happened. Is like they've they've basically cut and run the the, the creator of the game. Can't can't remember his fucking name, but the the CEO of that of that studio has essentially ran with that money more or less. 
and uh the, the biggest the weirdest thing is like they the developers have said they've come out and said that they they're like well we would be fine with continuing to develop this game on our own in our own free time something about ceos and running with money it seems to be kind of right? a familiar uh, right. theme right now you know but yeah no that's the biggest thing right there is like kickstarter is is a is a very big issue right now and i think that mm. that's they they hold no accountability for the games that are kickstarted right like if i if i was going to go to them and be like yo this thing st- shut down i want my fucking money back because i can't get it from them <laughs> nope it's it's not on us now once the once it goes out of kickstarter it's it's all out, out of our hands you got to go through them yeah it's, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous dude uh, yeah. it's it's a joke but would you okay so, uh, so and this is the catch 22 right do we go and we have games that we want to fund that we want to see right we we believe in right or and fund them and then have this happen or do we have companies that do really really well and then they shaft their fucking employees because they don't want to you know pay them bonuses even though the company does fucking phenomenal like or you have games like scum or h1z1 or what are what what was the other what's that other fucking um they they released the, the culling remember that the, the culling oh, yeah. and then the culling, the culling two the, the culling <laughs> the two, two came out six too. months later and then they fucking just trashed well. it what the hell like it's I, I don't know man it's just dude I, I think I, kickstarters and like indiegogo i think it's a great idea i just think the precautions that you know they took and everything just it, it it's almost <laughs> like unsafe to to support things because you don't know whether the person who's actually making it yeah is gonna stay true to their word I, I honestly i have not kickstarted a game in like several years now after mm-hmm. after the fiasco some of the fiascos that i've had like i uh, fucking survival infestation stories or war z is what it was okay. to be called after war z i stopped kickstarting shit i was just like i'm done that's yeah no more we're not we're not doing that shit i'm not about that life i'm not about to get my fucking money taken away from the, me. the last game i kickstarted <laughs> was a game called survive the nights oh I shit i did kickstart that that. oh fuck that was, i lied that's like the other, six that's or seven years game. ago it took nearly five or six years just to come out with less like fucking an alpha a tech demo dude pretty Not much like alpha. A, yeah it was like, like a tech, tech demo. demo and it was complete dog shit because i'll tell you what i played that tech demo and there was a glitch where if you ate a can of beans, you couldn't jump anymore. How does that happen? <laughs> that's, that's true. You've not heard of that? That's, that's... <laughs> right, apparently. You Beanitis. Have you ever tried to jump after a can of beans? You're, you're lucky to not shit yourself. It's like right, swimming right. after you've eaten, man. You just can't do that kind of shit. It's a joke, honestly. But yeah, the, the moral, moral of that story is, you know, uh, don't kickstart shit anymore. I guess. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's my biggest thing. Unfortunately, to say, don't eat beans. Got to the point where I, I can't do that. I, yeah. I can't. I can't kickstart shit. I have a really hard time these days with like uh, with like early access titles. I, I don't. Mm. I don't usually buy into early access titles unless it's something that you guys are playing or it's a buddy of mine that's like, oh, if if they fuck up, we got like twenty dollars worth of fucking you know early access fun out of it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But yeah, I don't. I don't kickstart things anymore. But sadly, I still. I still do buy into some of those post apocalyptic survivals now well, i mean i, I still I do mean, <laughs> if they're my guilty pleasure i mean even if they look like decent i'll try them but what i mean i'll try them but like steam's well, return I mean, policy i probably won't get my money back so here's the thing about it though i mean some of those things uh are games that will the mod community will pick up right the, the community will pick up and run with it and do stuff with and run some of them and, have and, and do chance, things. right yeah. like i mean if you look at for instance what's that game that you that you play um 
Oh shit! Uh, it's glitchy as fuck. It's a, it's a, yes, miscreated. Miscreated, yeah. I was about like, to say it's glitchy as fuck. Doesn't right. really it, gotta it doesn't be really miscreated. Yeah, it, it's much. it's miscreated, and so it's mm -hmm. it's you know it's glitchy, it's buggy, it's fucking wonk, right? And and just completely out there. But at the same time, like uh, I've seen a rabid community about around it that actually does kind of keep the game somewhat alive. And, and keep it's it a moving. small one, but yeah, they're they're still at least like you know a hundred players that play. Right. So I think <laughs> well, that keeps it alive. The, the the mod community is is honestly what what kind of makes some of these games survive it's it's the reason why like you're starting to see a resurgence in like day z right mm -hmm. they finally opened it up to the modding community now the modding community can get their hands on it and make it what it was prior to them fucking it over and making it its own game right because well, it I mean, was a better game fucking look at black mesa right or or whatever else like that game um is I mean, 100% was a mod that now they've actually released it, like, and it's a full thing, but, uh, you know, that it's, or they remastered it or did something with it. But I mean, like, or Gary's mod, for fuck's sake, man. Like, those things have been, you know, something that the mod community really does take ownership on. And a majority of the shit, I mean, Again, we just talked about League. We talked about Dota. We talked about Here's the Storm. Guess what, guys? That all came from fucking a mod of Warcraft. Warcraft. Like, that's what that was. So the most played game in the entire world is a mod like a hundred percent so i mean i don't i don't necessarily mind spending money on games that i want like to roll the dice and take the risk on you know and see my issue is is where it's just like a blatant disrespect and disregard for anything that is like human decency and just to say fuck mm -hmm. you and i'm gonna like blatantly take the money and run the the biggest thing that stings with with chronicles of valeria at least is that's we don't know the full story like you're never going to know the full story right of where that eight thousand or eight million went right yeah, like right. If, if if it was only slotted for four million and they they got eight million and they used up four million there's there's a there's a divergence in fucking cash flow there right yeah. like where did that other four million go and it, it went to the fucking ceo more than likely oh absolutely dude that guy he that guy it went to hookers and blow or and probably them <laughs> probably, at the same t yeah. same time, um, especially with the fact that the the rest of the development company is like, we want to continue this game and we're willing to do it on our free time. And he's just like, nope, sorry, shutting down the fucking shutting it down. We're done. Later, bitches. I'm going to fucking Puerto Rico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it. You know, and and that's what honestly, like you. What's that new game that you've got coming out, uh, uh, Scruffy? That you're looking forward to? That dead dead side. Dead side, right? Yeah. Like I've not. I don't. I, th I think I've heard like a little bit about it before, and like I did some research on it, and it looks it looks cool, but I'm so yeah. I'm so fucking like what is like, eh? <laughs> you know what I mean? It like it's be, just it could be a complete opposite of what they've shown you because you don't know really that you they can show you whatever to make things look fine, but like. You know, until somebody actually plays it and, and says something about it, because I don't think there's been any beta tests or anything about that game. I've done some research. I don't think no, somebody played somebody's it. played out. They played alpha. There was alpha. Testing. Somebody played. Alpha? Yeah, there's alpha testing for it because they talked about it in a couple of videos I watched about alpha. testing. Okay. people that came back said it was really good, but then, it's I don't know. It's still uh, such a fucking crap, dude. Those open, it, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's a hit or miss. So you got to wait to see once you pick it up. Pretty it's much something about yourself. open world games, like those open world survival games, man, that always mm -hmm. just are jank as fuck. Like yeah. I don't, I don't know why, I don't know what it is. Too much expanse and not enough like 
it's hard to test like every single thing with that much world to work with i mean the yeah. only not like a, yeah. a bigger studio the one thing that i'm i i do like about this game is or i'm interested in about it is the fact that there is no like it's not zombie ai which i don't understand yeah. the whole dead side like why call it dead side like that doesn't fucking make any sense to me because it doesn't the only ai that are in the game are are um like villains or not villains but like bandits and stuff like looters and all that but and even like even then AI, i but... even then I, I what i was reading about it was that the the ai in there is only quest based that you go and grab like mm -hmm. from the the towns but the purpose of it is that you go and grab this and the it's the interaction amongst everybody else that is what causes so these like PVP. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, it's not. It's not PvPVE. It's, much it's, it's PvP. yes. It's it's a it's a survival game that is PvP based. There is no PVE. Yeah. Like you're not survival. So like, it's what they were going with with seventy six basically. Yeah, I was about to say it sounds uh, very very familiar to seventy six. Probably seventy six. Yeah. It kind of takes you back and, to like the Arma days and, 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 uh, and the now, that, now they're days. adding in now they're adding in fucking uh, AI. <laughs> Yeah, well, that, but the, the difference in 76, the difference in 76, though, um, is that uh, it's the AI that were in there, like there were still AI components of going and getting the quest. This is like saying like a quest giver will basically say you need to go to this place and grab up a, mm -hmm. a piece of loot. But the but if a party, if a group of bandits, a group of people come in and start like laying waste to this town, right, then the quest just go to shit. Like everything just kind of goes to fucking up in the air or whatever else. And you don't know what's going on and you have to basically like calm everything the fuck back down to be able to get that mm. quest again. Like it's, yep. it's an interesting concept. And there's it sounds like a griefing nightmare. It's a, <laughs> it can't be any worse than rust. That was the fucking, <laughs> we've talked about that many a times. Well, you know, <laughs> being a delve into like the human brain and psyche. Uh, but it, it's interesting. I mean, it's, it's an interesting concept and I know this is off topic, but it, it, it I don't know. I mean, it just, but it makes me worried. It makes me worried to be like, I want to try it. I want to, I want to play it. But I don't yeah. know if I'm willing to put the money into it. And I don't even know. Did they come out with the cost yet? I, I don't think so. People estimated it's probably going to be a 20 to 25, maybe 30 at most. Hopefully. I, did I, I mean, those are typical for your survival games really nowadays. If it's yeah. fucking over $30, dude, it's not. It's if a, it's over it's $30, dead. I don't know. Yeah. It's dead on arrival. I mean, it's it's it's, it's dead on arrival. Um, well, I'd probably I still buy with, it, with Chronicles of Lyria, I, I feel just, bad for... like I, I got a free uh, package out of it because my buddy had an extra package. But I feel bad for the people that spent like 10 k and more. They had like I think they had like twenty one people that spent ten k or more for founder their, packs Kickstarter yeah for founder packs yeah. oh my for god kingship founder packs Star Citizen and they're gone dude yeah. that's completely gone um, I mean that's why I can't talk about Star Citizen that's <laughs> that's why I refuse to uh, like I'm a huge supporter of Pantheon I've talked about this for numerous times about like I think that that's going to be a phenomenal MMO. I will not dump a goddamn dollar into that thing until yeah. I actually see the fucking product. Like I've seen it, I've seen Co like Co Carnage stream it. I've watched the dev streams. I've watched dev videos. I've I follow all of their people. I talk to them. Great. I believe you. And then the, go go ahead. Sorry. I said I believe you, but I'm not giving you a damn dollar until yeah. like it ain't happening, bro. Oh, and the worst part about Illyria is that they had tech demos, they had videos, they had they had actual like gameplay that they were doing. They they were actually fairly close to releasing a an into beta. They had people that were playing it. They had tech demos. They had certain portions of it that were were finished and looked polished. They I mean they didn't look terrible. It really didn't look terrible. It looked like it had promise, but uh, yeah.
Well, the, and the crazy thing oh. is there's three genres, guys uh, and girls, that you can look to that will always have this fucking level of scam, scummy, nasty-ass people. And it's MMORPGs, it's action RPGs, and it's open-world survival games. Those are the wait, three you mean, fucking... You mean two? What? Oh, wait, are we talking about... Jo- I thought you meant genders. <laughs> no, that's a joke. That's a joke. Please. Oh, God. That's a joke. Fuck? Okay. All right. Three genres. Back to it. Joke Jesus aside. Christ. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to Carol Baskins your ass. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so again, three genres of MMORPGs, action RPGs, and open world survival games. Those mm-hmm. are all the three that always get hit with these scams. You don't really see too many FPSs get hit with it because I think an FPS is just like, fuck it. It's an FPS. It's an arena shooter, whatever it's going to be. There's really not much that has to be done. You don't. How many people kickstart a fucking arena shooter? You know what I mean? Like yeah. the reality of it is unless you're fucking lawbreakers to Cliff Blazinski and then you can suck a fat dick because you suck. Uh, so, um, but, uh, you know, I don't know if anybody knows lawbreakers or kept up with lawbreakers. You guys know what lawbreakers is? Yeah. Wasn't there something like ties between lawbreakers and bleeding edge? No. 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 Okay. Never mind. No. I we were just we had a conversation about lawbreakers while playing bleeding edge. Might have been that. Um, but no, Lawbreak Enigma, Billy, you know what Lawbreakers is? I know what it is. I, I never played it. Okay, yeah. so Lawbreakers is a game that was developed by Cliff Blazinski, who is, if you know, who, do you guys know who Cliff Blazinski is? No yep. clue. Years of War guy. Really? You don't know Cliff? Okay, cool. All right, well, so this is like the grandfather. Cliffy grand, B. Cliffy B is, the grand, is considered himself as the grandfather of, uh, like, video games and, and the... 90s and leading up to like 2000s and whatever else uh creator of epic studios um gears of war unreal tournament or unreal unreal tournament um the unreal engine that's all him that's that's cliff blazinski um made this game called lawbreakers was supposed to be this big thing like you know he was like we're going back to our roots we're going back to um uh uh like having um you know that fast-paced combat or whatever else people bought into this dude they had tournaments esports they were guaranteeing all of this stuff dude just like millions upon millions of dollars game came out three months later shut the servers down shut everything down killed everything took the money ran with it no refunds no nothing and was just like well it just you know that we unfortunately just didn't have the support that we needed and people are like uh bro uh, first off you have millions of dollars like millions upon millions upon millions of dollars um Guy drives around in a Bugatti. Like, I've, I've seen the car. I know the car. Uh, <laughs> like, the dude is super, super wealthy or whatever else. And just took the money and ran. Like, uh, there definitely really is a common theme on this podcast. CEOs, today. Yeah. Yep. CEOs yeah. are douchebags. Um, yeah. 100%. Uh, and I could tell you one Speaking. that I, I really want to talk about, but I can't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so, Bill, I'll let you take it away with, uh, with Mr. Randy Pitchford over here. So Mr. Randy Pitchford of Borderlands 3 and Gearbox Studios decided that his development team was not worthy of a bonus because Borderlands, what he said is that it didn't meet the expectations and we were unable to give out the bonus, even though every marketing up until this point has said it's been their most successful game up till this point. It's been, what, 8 million copies sold worldwide? Something like that. Yeah. But they're not able to give out developer bonuses that they had promised them before the release of the game. 
but he, I heard there was promises of, of nearly six figures for some of the longtime people too. There were, there were, yeah. yes, and that's all been either <laughs> reduced or done away with altogether. So, but, so, so, but, but, but 2K Studios has still given Randy a very, very nice. Oh, bonus. of course, because oh, he, he deserves uh, it. Of course. So, so let, let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. All right. So basically, okay. what you're saying. And stick with me here because I know this is this is a rough one to, to follow. Right? <laughs> Basically, what you're selling me and and you're you're insinuating is that Randy Pitchford is a douchebag and a terrible CEO and a terrible person. I you know understand. I understand. It's really hard to believe given the guy's track. <laughs> he's been, he's been you, you're telling me that? Wow. <laughs> of this angel, Bill. This angel. You're telling me that he's a douchebag. <laughs> I, I understand. I, I know it's hard to believe. I didn't want to believe in myself. Is this the is, defending, is this the same I've Randy Pitchford? <laughs> is this the same Randy Pitchford that brought us that phenomenal, amazing Alien Isolation game that we were or oh, that yeah, that, yeah uh, that, Alien uh, Isolation Colonial Marines. Colonial Marines, right? The one that mm. was that, that they showed. Yeah, that one. That that phenomenal hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Piece of hooker ass. But, That's great. <laughs> I've been defending Borderlands 3 up until this point. I actually made a video on my YouTube whenever the boycott Borderlands 3 is going around when 2K like basically destroyed that one YouTuber's entire life. Yeah. I've been that. defending this product. I was like, don't take it out on Gearbox Studios. Don't take it out on them because this is a 2K-specific thing. Yes, 2K are scumbags, but you shouldn't boycott the game because it's going to hurt everybody that worked on the development team and all of that stuff. And what goes and happens, they fuck over the development team anyway from inside. Nope. And I'm just... I, I, I can't. I can't even. And, like, I and wanted you know, to believe that Gearbox could take the moral high ground on this and actually do what was fucking right with this mm -hmm. game. And the game was broken at launch, too. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. And, and you know, at a meeting... Uh, he even said to all like the people who were complaining about not getting bonuses. He said, "If you want to leave, you can just straight up go." <laughs> he said, you, you, "You can just quit and get out." It's it's ridiculous, man. Like like <laughs> oh, my oh yeah, God. Exactly I, I, I've out. been I've been I've been saying it from the start, and I I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not meaning to toot my own horn here because I, I don't want to, but I'm going but... to toot my own horn here. <laughs> 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 I said from the start. I said from the start. Randy is a fucking tool bag. I have never liked Randy. I have never fucking liked Randy. Even from the start, Borderlands One. Fucking always thought he was a douchebag. He's he's right up there with Cliffy B with me, right? Mm -hmm. He's he's right up there with Cliffy B. And it did not surprise me the other day when I saw this come up. I was like, well. Didn't fucking see that one coming, did we? I mean, it's it's <laughs> the, the thing is, it's the era of. I mean, that's still that generation or era of those CEOs that like the Activision guys, like Cliff Blasinski, like Randy Pitchford, like EA, you know, these mm -hmm. guys and, and girls and, you know, gender neutral CEOs that are just, I don't know, man. They, 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 it's, it's this idea of like, fuck everybody that works around me, fuck the world, fuck my clients, fuck my, my everybody, you know, it doesn't matter as long as... I get to do a line off of some girl's ass. I'm completely happy and that's great. And then I can burn my, my $3,000 bills and, you know, screw over it's, my companies and I don't give a shit, you know? And it, it's, it is, it's a very big thing with the gaming community right now. And, and like game developers is the, it, we, if it's went from being one of those things where it's like, we make games for gamers to, we make games for profit. 
Oh, right. it's, it's not it's made for us. Thing. Like yeah. the, the indie game, indie games are made for us. They're made by us for us. These companies yeah. like this that do this crap, they're not. It it, it doesn't even matter. And it, it's still even present in like games that are not even like, uh, um, like you buy like Call of Duty Modern Warfare right now. Uh, has got the, the Warzone has got is riddled with hackers, and they're and they're all. And, I'm sorry, like, it, but if you've got friends that are, that are, you know, from Asian countries or China or whatever else, 90% of this shit is coming from China. Like, you look at these hackers that are, that are, like, I refuse to play that game right now until they fix this issue because aimbotting, hacking, or whatever else. And when you go to watch these things happen, it's always a fucking Chinese name, a Chinese server, a Chinese person, like, whatever else, like, the Chinese characters. And the reality of it is is that they're not even they don't even give a shit they don't even care like it's just like oh well we're st people are still playing the game people are we're still making money we don't give a shit we could care less it's destroying the economy of our game or whatever else in the like a player base they just don't give they a the fuck. same issue in the last one the black ops 4 war zone or whatever like the, the last horrible ha a a like it's just it, it it blows my mind that this is again this goes back to what we talked about it's allowed mm -hmm. to happen like it just and, and as gamers you know what we do we just like Oh, it's got to, it's, it, it's, it's okay. We, I just, I need more content. Let me, give me, give me more shit. Like, give me more stuff. Like it's, we don't, I don't know, man. It's just like, we accept it. And you're just like, okay, cool. Like, we're just going to continue to take this beating and pounding. We're going to bitch and moan on Twitter and then that's it. And then we're going to buy into the next fucking call of duty that happens. And we're going to buy into the next thing that happens or whatever else. And it's just stupid. Like this is the same exact things happening with uh, Siege right now. Ubisoft, on top of the servers not being able to handle the increased uh, load and whatever the fuck they did with the new patch, the new patch broke a ton of shit. The sounds bug where you think things are right in your ear and they're actually across the map. The light. Man, the sounds bug. in that game's been trash. It's it. even worse than you remember it. Wow. It, yeah, it's it's but, not it's not good. But there's also in the higher elos, it's just riddled with hackers. There's people that you literally see just doing figure eights in the air, like inside of the objective and killing people outside because they have the teleport hack where they can teleport their shots directly to other people. They have wall hacks. They have all this other stuff. They even have the ability to hold a... Uh, a game and like a group of players hostage wow. like within a server they can lock you into that server for as long as they want that's and crazy you, you, you can't queue out as soon as you uh you can close the game come back in it'll still try to automatically reconnect you and it won't connect you to any other games i used Jesus to think Christ. that game had like a good control on the hackers too because they always showed they did for in, in like the the corner like the bands and everything the bam like waves that would go through like every 30 minutes at least they did for a while but with these most recent patches i think it started <laughs> at uh in november of last year maybe earlier something broke or some exploit came out and the game is just absolutely done as far as like we're talking like challenger and platinum players mm. It's impossible to not get a game with hackers from what I've seen. There's a, a YouTuber and streamer that I follow called Godly Noob, and literally every game he queues into, there's a hacker, either on his team or on the other team. It's to the point he doesn't even care anymore. He's just, like, showcasing all this stuff on his YouTube. Like, yeah, these guys are showing off what a hacker can do and get away with. These are, like, the number one challenger in Siege right now is a hacker. Yeah. Wow. He's got, like a, he's got like a 6-0 KD in Siege, which is unheard of. That's a joke. Uh, and um, so again, to address something that's, that as far as chat is concerned, a lot of the, the statistics and things that I'm telling you about as far as like where they're happening from um, are also backed up by Activision stuff. Go and look up Activision's comments and their uh, like statistics on where 
hacks are coming from and they themselves are saying that it is coming from you know uh like the asian you know countries china whatever else like it was a big issue with PUBG as yeah, well it's, a lot of the hacking in PUBG was asian based where right. the chinese players were coming onto us servers that's why they had to uh region lock their servers that's, because the that's, hacking problem was so bad that's how yeah. it's always been really i mean it's it we have our own our own select share of, of hackers and hacking communities here in, in the west but it's for the most part a lot of them do come from like eastern markets russia germany areas you know stuff like that it's it's very 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 prevalent i'll tell you how many areas. times i get a notification on my phone from russia that somebody's trying to log into my blizzard account oh yeah or <laughs> steam that's, holy that's, fuck man that's that's hacking accounts that's a completely different story it's ridiculous. but yeah but still, is there yeah. is there a reason behind like is there a deeper reason for like modern warfare and stuff because i i don't think there is for siege i know a lot of the siege hackers are actually u.s based they're u.s based <laughs> players um just doing it to like get challenger rewards and stuff but for like modern warfare and stuff like that, is I mean, it for? Is there any type of grind that you can get through like winning and hacking? Does it speed up a grind? Are they like able to sell those accounts off? Oh, uh, they'll sell. So they'll sell off the accounts being you know higher tier. It's a free to play game. Um, you know, a lot of it is just getting stats and things like that like up. I mean, it's, it's, it's goes down to just the base of just wanting to troll the shit out of somebody. I mean, you know, and and really you see it more prevalently in, in free to play games for sure. Right, and and that's yeah. why again like. You know, taking this full, even more full circle and keeping the podcast like you guys fucked up, you know, got me all about your transitions and shit or whatever oh, else. Man. But like, uh, you know, with Valorant coming out, guys, like Valorant is going to be a free to play game. Like, yeah. uh, you know, and I get that Riot is free to play. Riot or, or, or that uh, League is free to play. League has its fair share of hackers and things like in that nature. It's not mm -hmm. nearly as as prevalent, but it's still an issue. But they aren't they aren't playing in the FPS world where wall hacks and things like that um, are, you know, significantly bad. Like uh, it's all the scripts. It, on and, it, right? and it doesn't it doesn't yeah, matter. Like, scripters. I, again, it, it doesn't matter. Like chat saying like, oh, they, they've said that the anti cheat is their number one priority. I, I don't it doesn't give a fuck. Anti cheat should always be everyone's number one priority when it comes to a competitive online game. It doesn't matter. The fact that it's free to play than anything. Right. It's, it's still going to happen because right. it is just free to play. It, and and the issue here is like it shouldn't be a like it should be not even a three strike rule. Guess what? You hack. And you turn on your hacks, you're getting you get a you get banned. You turn on your you hacks get again. IP well, what I'm saying is you get banned uh, the first time. You you do it a second time, IP banned. Sha and mm -hmm. shadow banned on and, and, and you're done. You're just locked. Like good you're on done. Twitch for implementing that to their system. Mm -hmm. Right. Their shadow bans on follower on like uh yeah. yeah or whatever. Yeah. Like so if That's Twitch huge. if Twitch can do it, if Twitch can do it on a massive scale where what you're talking mm -hmm. about, way more massive than any of these content that any of these games are dealing with, like Give me a break, bro. Like it's it's just a a case of you clearly know that they're cheating. You clearly can tell that it's it, it's it's an issue or whatever else. And Activision's thing of saying that they've got one they've got a team that is dedicated to manually checking. Are you fucking kidding me? This is 2020. We are manually checking cheaters now. Like, uh, bro, it's it's you should be able to tell inside your coding to be able to be like oh someone turned something on that is auto like an auto aim a wall hack a glitch or whatever like get, yeah. get the fuck out of here dude and valorant like csgo is rampant with fucking cheaters i mean it is rampant with cheaters. i don't miss those days like playing that game. and guess what that's a paid game like you're about yeah. to step into a world where it's free completely free like bro when they went on sale for like two dollars fifty cents the amount of hackers that were on that game was just absurd. Yeah, it, it's... Has EA acknowledged the hacking problem? Who? 
EA, EA for Modern for Warfare. That's Activision. For, or Activision, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was their that was their response. They said that they've dealt they're like we definitely take it seriously and we are we've already banned 50,000 accounts which is fucking nothing. 50,000 yeah. accounts in a in a free to play game where you're boasting that you have over 3 million people playing the game right now. 50,000, get out of here. Uh and on top of that, it's it's a manual review process. Like people are manually checking it. They have a team that's manually checking it. Are you fucking kidding me? So you got manual you got manual Mike back here looking through going through every single fucking game to make sure that they're like legit like get out of here dude like I don't know. Ubisoft hasn't acknowledged the hacking problem at all. The only thing they've acknowledged is that their servers have been uh bugging out and their lighting and sound issues, but that's all well, course, infrastructure stuff on there and they're they're not acknowledging the hackers whatsoever. Yeah, of course cool. they're they're not going to they're not going to acknowledge it. That's that's bad for their bottom line, man. If they acknowledge that they have a hacking problem, they're they're going to get Yeah, but if their best players can't play the game pain. without getting cheated on, then uh that's like and a lot of those top players are their content creators too they're effectively ruined like they're making it so that pro players can't properly train because their games are constantly being flooded with hackers the yeah. sound and all that stuff's not working they can't get effective practice because the games are unplayable then you know what here's and here's the here's the easy fix guys we don't want to you know what we don't want to build any kind of anti-cheat software we don't want to build any kind of banning software we want these guys to still spend money play these accounts Stick them all in the same fucking lobby. Stick them Dude, all in the same fucking that's lobby. That's one thing that I like. That's one thing that I like about uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. They, they did a really great job with their their bans for their, the cheaters. Uh, their cheaters. Hmm. They yeah. Instead of instead of like completely banning them outright, what happens is if you you're caught cheating, you get like a dunce cap on your character. And then you're you're uh, allocated into a, a a separate server. I can't remember what they call it. I think it's like bad behavior server or something like that. Pretty and much your corner. Yeah, you're you're literally playing with other people that are complete douchebags, complete dickheads, hackers, cheaters, everything. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, <laughs> so awesome. I have to if if I leave a match, I have to play in a in a leavers category with a bunch of people that yeah. are most likely going to leave the game. So why not? But hackers get to roam free. They get to do, you know, they get to be whatever. Put them all in like their little own fucking little private island and their little private servers and they can just sit there and headshot, you know, wall hack each other to death. Like, I mean, I just, it's the same that way that we, fair. it's the same way we deal with the COVID virus. Put them all on an island, let them all, you know, have the disease together and be done with it. But I'm just, I'm kidding. My biggest thing is I, I don't understand how like, a lot of the hacks, I, I don't, I haven't played much Modern Warfare recently, but I know it's a problem. But it, as far as Siege goes, a lot of the hacks fundamentally break like how the characters and stuff play in the game. There's a speed hack right now where you can just go as fast as you want. The uh, the auto aim hack that lets you like teleport through walls and stuff. It literally turns your character into a dreidel, basically. I love spinning throughout the map. It's great. It's it's fun to watch that. <laughs> nah, but you not would fun think to play with it. You would think that the game would like realize, hey, this isn't what we're programmed to do. This isn't like, this isn't normal, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I mean, it's so in modern warfare, the thing about it is that it's a, it's, it's wall, I mean, it's your typical stuff. It's wall hacking, it's aim hacking. I mean, it's things where people are literally able to, and it's, it's, uh, rapid firing of um a looks like a fall all right or an fal of being able to single shot um you know or basically full auto right exactly so what you can see it when you're watching when people are literally just like 
uh, again, they're all, you can auto-track someone's head, like, going as they're falling down. Like, they're just downing people left. I mean, it's just insane to watch these people drop 40 kills in a game. Like, yeah. the best players in the world, like Tim Batman, Nate Shot, you know, watching Courage JD, Symphony, all of these guys play these games. You know, they're dropping, you know, 13 kills in a game, 14 kills in a game. That's normal. When people are dropping 30 by themselves, like, obviously, there's something weird going on, right? Um, yeah. you know, should right. alert red flags, right? It's just, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it just is, is, is crazy. And, and again, it doesn't seem like anything is being done. Um, and the only, I, and I don't remember what company it was, but there was a company that, that, that did have, uh, a system that they used that was very similar, I think to Grand Theft Auto, but it was like, instead of putting them in, in their own server, or having a dunce hat, it basically made the game essentially not worth playing because everything that you did, it just erased it. Like every, it, was, so, it was Doom, wasn't it? One one of the what, Dooms I, had like a hacking. Or, or yeah, something. I can't remember. It was some game, and I, I want to say it was something of like a third person like RPG style game that you would if you you would amass your wealth and then it would just wipe it out. Like literally, it just as soon as it, the transaction was done, your account was wiped. Like it was just. There, there was one cool like way of like contradicting hackers that I seen. It was in it was in CS:GO called uh overwatch and it was it pretty much gave the ability of any player in the game i think uh at first you had to sign up for it but then i think it gave access to anyone to pretty much spectate people that have been reported like games like past games of uh csgo and you could pretty much spectate it and and pretty much if the person was hacking you could then report them again from that that uh footage uh i don't know if it ever led to many bans or if it was very effective, but I thought that was a cool system. I mean, the only issue that I can, have. I can see with that is like, if you have like with community, community based, uh, ban systems, you can uh, come to an issue where like, if someone wants to be a dickhead, right. And, they, and, and they, and they have a huge yeah. community, you know, and whatever else, like, let's just say one of these, uh, troll communities, like, you know, uh, ice poseidon's community or something like that wanted to completely destroy someone they could easily go mm -hmm. in and just mass report and get get that shit taken care of you know what i mean yeah, so, that is right. true too it, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a that's a that's a risk that you're going to take regardless I right, mean, right if you have some sort of uh community uh what's it called like reporting option it's 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 a risk that you take regardless of whatever you know if, yeah. if you have a big enough community even in league right league does it all the time at least they used to where you could you could mass fucking report somebody and they would get banned for 24 there, hours there is this their reporting system is actually fairly decent um it is it, now but it, I, I oh no it used to be shit when i first started it was shit it yeah was oh, it was complete shit, shit. If, yeah. if you if you pissed off an entire team or if you pissed off like one person and they were in a fucking team of like four other people you were done you yeah. were gone for 24 hours yeah i mean it's it, so now um it, it is actually basically what it does is it flags the account and then they go back and review it like uh, mm -hmm. I mean, they still, they still have a manual review process, um, or whatever mm -hmm. else, but there's actually, they actually have an internal system that's built that monitors at least chat. Um, you know, because that's the biggest thing to be able to monitor. Like you can't just mo like monitor gameplay of someone ints down mid lane or whatever else. Um, but, uh, it, it's basically it monitors chat. So if a certain word is used a numerous amounts of time or a certain amount of time, then it's all, it's auto flagged, but, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, they do get with, a kind of banning toxicity in the well, chat and, and, and the, and the thing is is like when you're looking at manual versus like a a bot or or a machine you know or, or some kind of a program we're not talking like like youtube level of fucking <laughs> 
algorithm Jesus right Christ, youtube is insane when it comes to algorithms when it comes to banning people for certain shit it's like if you say a single word you're done you're gone and then you can review it and stuff but it takes forever for the fucking reviews to come in obviously we're not saying that you know it should all be bots it should all be mechanics driven by some kind of uh, program but i do feel that a cheap program of some sort is is a necessity in most online games these days and if you don't have it i don't understand why you don't have it it, it makes yeah. no sense to me yeah well I, I, and the thing too is that i just i think that you know my thing would be have it be machine done and then the process to unban is manual like i don't i mean yeah. because if you are not doing anything then you don't have anything to worry about like the mm -hmm. likelihood of me getting sent a uh, ban because I'm, someone thinks i'm hacking it's very, very low. Yeah. Like it's, it's slim to none. Whereas, you know, if I do get banned and I go and I say, look, I'm, I'm not like, I don't know where this came from and manually review it then like, okay, cool. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, to me, there's, it should be reversed versus being a manual review process to see if someone is fucking hacking. No, just fucking yeah. like be done. Manual review is also a lot slower too. If you can get a bot, like made super duper well, it can single-handedly fix any of your issues i don't know how hard it is for them to program something to auto detect but yeah i don't know um i have i have no idea i mean but i do figure it out because these these like the hacking and all that stuff it's causing like more infrastructure damage than just the uh the games themselves keemstar on twitter is thinking about like his warzone wednesdays have only been up for a few weeks and he's already planning to just stop the events altogether because they can't get fair games for these players because every game they go into they're getting stream sniped by hackers well yeah i mean you're talking yeah. out of out of five games you're likely that you're probably going to see anywhere between two to three games have cheaters in it and that's what you're seeing right that mean that doesn't mean that people are not downing these cheaters at some point in time but two out of out of five games is too much like that's that's insane that's a huge yeah. amount of of, of right things so and in a in a professional like bracket style format that's enough to kick somebody from a bracket if they get in a match with a cheater coming like gunning for them yeah i mean i refuse to play the game at this point like i love it i like it i enjoy it i refuse oh, to play same. i will not play that game like it just will i will not play it until it's fixed um, oh, that's sad yeah i'm sure a lot of people feel the same yeah um you know, and so moving on into kind of games that we are playing, right? Um, we, we kind of spent some time talking about all this kind of stuff. Uh, you know, games that we are playing. Um, uh, I have been playing through Ori um, and the Will of the Wisp, which I, I talked a little bit about last week. Um, Did you uh, end up episode. beating that? I've not beaten it yet. Um, no. I, I have not beaten it yet. waiting for Stevens to play. Oof, right? watch. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so there, um, I, anybody that is kind of in my, that does come to my channel and watch my, my, my community, uh, I am the type that like, I'm not just going to play through an entire game, like unless I'm just absolutely drawn into it, which I am. I love Ori, but there are viewers that I have that are literally they tune in to watch this game. And, and like when mm -hmm. they are there, I will try to play that game for them. So um, no, I'm kind of doing a slow playthrough of that um, of Ori, but it's uh, it really is a phenomenal game. And I know that we talked about it a little bit of it last time, um, Bill, when we were uh, discussing like the play style of it, is it, you know, you're seeing the same kind of mechanics um, being used and the same weapons being used throughout. What I'll say is right. like up to up to the point that I got to just recently where I, I would say I'm probably about halfway through the game now. Um, and this is where it really opens up. And now you're starting to explore more areas. You're doing more things. 
it, it becomes a situation where you have to start using more of the abilities. Like you can't just use the same like the hammer, right? The, the the melee stuff. Like there are th there are things where it becomes more of like I need to use the wisps. I need to use the boomerang. I need to use this to be able to make it functional. Um, so you know. so since the first one came out, um, Hollow Knight came out, and do you think at all it was inspired by Hollow Knight in a way? Because I've seen some kind of similarities of Hollow Knight in that game. From oh. how like the uh, the zones work and then get into them and everything. Well, Ori came out before Hollow Knight. Ori, yeah, yeah, Ori in the Blind Forest and Hollow Ori, Knight. Yeah, I'm saying between Ori and the Blind, do you think um, the new one was maybe inspired a little bit also by Hollow Knight? Um, I, I think so. <clears throat> I mean, I think that a lot of probably the what connects it the most and what I get like a Hollow Knight feel from is the world being connected. Uh, yeah. Whereas like in the first one, you had zones that you went to. So like um, you would go and you would say, uh, you know, um, I'm going to go to this area in this zone. It's going to load a complete map. Right. Whereas mm -hmm. this is all one kind of seamless open spot. So I can just kind of go just like how Hollow Knight did, um, yeah. you know, and I'm happy. That, I'm happy they went that route full Metroidvania with it. Yeah, I think it's definitely a good route. Yeah. The, the cool thing about the game is like they've really, really got smart with the puzzle mechanics and just or not even puzzle, <laughs> just the movement um, mechanics of the game. In the first one, I feel like you were it was very more combat heavy. Um, and you know, you use the world around you to get around stuff and you, there were some jumping <laughs> puzzles and things like that. But in this one, it's so much of like using the world to really go places that you may not necessarily should be able to get to out of the gate. If you can do it properly and you can time your jumps properly, you can get there. And then also to, to be able to use that to <clears throat> defeat enemies in an effective way. Um, so it, it just makes the game very, um, uh, I think, palate cleansing because it's just like I can play this in a very different way than what I would normally play these kind of games. Um, mm -hmm. The one downfall that I have, one thing that I don't like about it is the fact that I feel that they give you too much health and they give you too much mana. Like I am what difficulty. Are you playing on hard, like the hardest difficulty? Um, is there another one that's unlocked after you finish the game the first time? There may be an in-game plus, but even still, like even the, still you should the amount of health that I'm getting. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm 50% yeah. in and I probably have at least, I would say maybe 10 to 11 health bubbles. Um, which is massive. I mean, when you're talking about most of these... Especially compared to the first game. I remember I played through the first game on the hardest difficulty as well, and anything, like, it was basically two shots throughout the whole game. Yeah, no, this is not... Like, in, in the facts that I am using... Because I have so much health, I'm using that I to get iframes to be able to get to places that I probably shouldn't be able to get to. Um, maybe they're catering right. to the speedrun community in that. Maybe. I mean, it, it, might, it may be a thing like that. Um, you know, and... Uh, it, it just is a thing where I, I, I feel like maybe like if it, if it is hard, if, if I'm playing on hard mode, that should be take like way down. Like it just take it way down, but I'm getting these things like fucking candy. And maybe again, it's because I'm, I'm, I'm exploiting the map. I'm exploiting areas to get to that. I'm getting these, these, you know, uh, crystals to open up these bubbles to, to give me more stuff. But mm -hmm. I don't feel like I am. Like, I feel like, Yes, I'm being smart about how I'm jumping and I'm being crafty about it, but I'm not like going above and beyond to try to break the game um, to get this stuff done. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's I don't know. It's an interesting, but I love the game. It's beautiful. The soundtrack is fucking gorgeous. Uh, it's a fun. It really is a, a great game, and I do recommend playing. I think it's on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, please like go check that game out. Like it, it you 
if you're a fan of Metroidvanias or platformers, it's it's a phenomenal game. So cool. What else? Uh, what else? I know, Bill, you're doing a boat. Well, you just finished a boat run, right? For uh, yeah, Dark yeah. Souls Three. Uh, I finished Bill. Only got the last uh, three bosses of the DLC done last night. It was a lot of fun. Good times. Uh, wasn't as difficult as I was expecting. It basically just made the boss fights drag out a little bit longer, but it looked it was, like a fun run. Oh yeah, it was super refreshing because I've never. The whole reason I wanted to do it was because I, as much as I've played those games, I've never given the bows any kind of love. Like if I ever went a range style build, it was always magic based. Uh-huh. So I wanted to give that a try, and it pleasantly surprised me. It was really really rough at the start. Most of my deaths were within the first half of the game um and then after that once the build actually like scaled where it needed to be it was it was really viable and it was a lot of fun just to just to do it was it was a nice change of pace and that's what i love about a well-made souls like is the build diversity and the amount of options you are given it makes the replayability of those games infinite almost well not not infinite but it gives a significant amount of replayability a lot of replayability right. yeah. yeah 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 that's good that's good yeah i mean i thought well, those good sorry go ahead no go ahead uh, i mean i was just gonna say i mean i think that um that's one of the things that uh a lot of i think devs even like someone like remnant like lost kind of sight of is that yeah. that, that replayability there of being able to be of, of being like super difficult and playing in multiple different ways and being able to uh you know just kind of experience the game from different perspectives and angles because remnant for the most part like it's melee and then it's it, like yeah there's different weapon build outs but for the reality there's not a uh, i mean it's just remnant would have done a lot better if it had a more like you had to commit to a play style instead of eventually you're going to unlock everything. If you had to like a set amount of points where you can put in and you have to commit to this play style or this weapon group, like if they had some way of like linking you to like, Oh yeah, you're going to be proficient in the hunter pistol and the assault rifle. Good luck with trying to use a shotgun then bitch. Right. Well that, and I think they would have also benefited and we've talked about this numerous times from an RNG based loot system versus being, a guaranteed loot system, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's that's my that's my biggest complaint about the entire thing is like 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 I still to this day I'm just like rip man. Like they they could have they could have done so much more if they would have went down a more almost almost Diablo esque loot system, right? Where it's like you you yeah you only have a certain amount of of abilities and a certain amount of uh, things to drop, like items to drop, but you're never guaranteed if those drops are actually going to be decent. Yeah, or, it would have yeah. it would have made it so much more exciting too, because like even just finding like those purples on the ground, just yeah. a, a ring or something, it's just a duplicate, so you just get like you know some currency back or, or whatever it is. Right, it's yeah. not that exciting. They could have added random rolls on the weapons and the uh, the rings and stuff too mm. to like add yeah. variety and give you like actually give you a reason to play on the harder difficulties like yeah, yeah. you're only going to get level a level 35 hunter's pistol with this stat loadout but if you play on a hard mode you can get that level 50 hunter's pistol mm-hmm. right well yeah i mean rng the stats rng like take things from destiny take things from diablo take i mean all of that i mean and i think I, when i watch you play it man when i see you play remnant i really do get heartbroken because i'm just like fuck man i want to 
Same, man. I want to I, I, so I play that game. Like, Everything yeah. about that game, like mechanics-wise, atmosphere-wise, enemy-wise, like they nailed almost every aspect of that game except for the longevity and the end game and the replayability. Yeah. 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 Like that initial playthrough, like that like week or two. Dude, we you, had so much fun. That we, it was yeah, great. We, yeah. we had a great time, but then there, there's just nothing. And they're not pushing out content, meaningful content, fast enough to keep people interested like yeah you can introduce a new dungeon in earth but with your adventure mode added then people are going to get that within five hours probably and by the time dungeon. adventure mode came too it was too late that's for it. probably most yeah. of the people no like like legitimately from the start i i was always of the mindset that i i have no idea why they released adventure without mode wasn't mode. that made no fucking artificial sense to longevity me. yeah we, we, i was like that made no fucking sense to me like the the longevity even if it was artificial longevity like people literally finished that game in two days yeah literally i don't know what they expected people done. to like take a week or something to finish the game it, it was a pretty fast game to be honest but again you got what you paid for with that game yeah. it wasn't a full priced game yeah and I definitely have gotten like my dollar per hour for that, and then some. So I mean, I think I, I think I have, I think I have like sixty or eighty hours on that. It was just the way they marketed it. It seemed like it was going to be more, and from it being advertised as a Souls-like third-person shooter, you kind of get that kind of expectation because the Souls-like games have that kind of longevity. They have ways of making it so that each playthrough is fresh even if it is like static weapons static yeah. uh bosses static enemies hell remnant didn't even have static bosses there was boss variants for everything they, the they had yeah. all the cards in their hands to give it that good good longevity and it just i feel like they needed a solid stat system instead of like the perk cards i feel like if they had yeah. like put into accuracy put this into close mm -hmm. range put this in the long range Melee could have been huge in that game. I feel like Melee was a little underwhelming for me. It, I'd still play with it a lot. I thought it was a lot of fun, but I think it could have oh, been a little know, bit better. Put, put the spikes on, put the uh, the defense yeah. buff on, and then just uh, it, hammer swinging. I, I have this awesome life uh, leech build with the, those uh, those spinning freaking sights, bro. Yeah. Dude, it, it was fun uh, for sure, but I feel like if I could have, like, you know, if we would have had some of those systems to, well, so, to really roll the things, it would have been a lot better. I guess here's my question then. What... So sitting here really thinking about souls, right? Souls has static, static weapons that drop off the enemies, right? right? They have static bosses, right? Mm -hmm. Right. They have essentially a static system, a stat system. I mean, there's nothing that really changes stat wise. I mean, it's, other than the fact, like you put points into the stats, but that's it. What, so what makes that the souls game so much better and replayable than remnant like i i mean if the you the fact that the way they've got the game laid out in one playthrough you're only going to be able to commit to a, a single type of play you're only there's only enough resources to commit to a single like a couple weapons maybe in that bow run that i just did i only had the uh materials to max out two weapons and partially level a third i only i didn't even hit a hundred by the end of the game i only had the points to put into my damage stats and health basically i put a little bit into endurance but if i was trying to do like 
how full builds like have everything viable it would have taken two maybe three playthroughs with that single character to actually get that done and then on top of that there's seven new game plus cycles that add more and more difficulty to that game yes it's still all the same stuff but that increased health pool that increased damage pool makes it so that whatever points you're putting into that character aren't gonna be as meaningful and that adds to that difficulty and some people strive for that new game plus well, that's, difficulty i mean level. that's that's what kept me going back to playing bloodborne over and over and over again was really the notoriety and having the big big peen of being like you know what fuck this i can beat this game on ng plus 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 you know what i mean or whatever it may be um well, you and you were you were playing uh you were playing remnant even in e3 on like the hardest difficulty yeah like first, first and i was round. i mean i was smoking <laughs> and, I, and again yeah yeah like yeah, yeah. And, I, and i think that's i think crowed hits the nail on the head here um in chat by saying like the reality of it is is that the bosses were harder. Like Remnant was not a super difficult game and that you can, because you add guns into it, you can outrange some of the bosses. I don't know, man. I, I, don't, I don't know about that. Remember we, we did that. Uh, we did that fucking dragon. The boss. I was going to say, yeah, yeah the monster. The dragon dragon. Boss, it took us forever to fucking kill that thing, even with three people. Yeah, but that's one, but that you're talking about <laughs> yeah. one, bo you're talking I, I, one I boss out yeah, of, yeah. I, I do agree with you. There was, there was definitely the butcher a, was pretty easy. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's definitely a difficulty curve that that's there. Yeah, I think because I think tell you what, day one that end game boss was just impossible. It felt like well, it was impossible. Well, it was, it was that broken. was because it was broken. <laughs> it was broken. Yeah, the mechanics was, were completely broken. Yeah, and it could have been. It, it was a really cool boss if it would have worked right. Yeah, off the bat. I mean, I just I think that the the thing about about uh, the Souls games is that from software had like it, it it's just maybe my even Sekiro though was a little bit less of a like soul so, well, is I don't I don't consider it a souls like I yes it's made right from software yes it's got kind of that you lose some resources when you die but it's so linear and so static like you don't even get a weapon choice you don't get any armor choice right but it, it's that, it's what I was just, to say it's not really a souls style game but even still in that style of game, it is one of those things where anything could kill you. And I felt like in Remnant, it was the bosses that would really fuck you up. Um, and even yeah. then, it still wasn't mm -hmm. one of those things where it was just like, oh, like Except it was super Rom. difficult. Well, um, and, and the one and the one thing yeah. that I'll give I'll give Remnant over I like the Souls games in general is that I I think that for the team that created it they did the best that they could do. Oh yeah, right. Well, sure. Again, you're, yeah, you're so. looking you're looking at yeah. you're looking at like Dark Souls, that's been a, a staple in the fucking like. I mean, they have an entire genre named after it. Souls like genre, right? Right. Versus yeah. an indie dev that did a. I mean, they did an well, admirable no, yeah. job. This, right? this they, is, they did a very good job. This is Demon Souls. This is Demon yeah. Souls for them. I mean, Demon. If anybody has gone back to ever, like people that say like Dark Souls has been great forever, or Souls games have been for, great forever, go back and play Demon Souls. The, yeah. Demon Dude, Souls even legitimately was a fucking rough game to play. Like even to this like. Even modern day, I have trouble going back to play Dark Souls 1 just because the mechanics are rough yeah. in comparison to what the modern standard is. Like, I understand Dark Souls 1 is a great game, and the first time I played that game, I was blown away by everything about it. But it is so hard to go back to well, for me personally. And I think, too, to hit on something else that um, 
I, just dawned on me. It's also the mystery, 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 the mystery behind the soul's world. Like you'll find a shiny, a shiny rock. You don't know what the fuck that does. No one understands anything about what it does. You, you just kind of fumble your way to figure out what does a shiny rock do, right? Like, whereas in remnant, everything is kind of explained. There's not, it's not like you found this thing. What do you do with it? Right? Like it's, it's very, you know, linear in a way. You go back to the hub and they just kind of tell you exactly what it does. Right. Like there's not this like idea of, of like, Oh, like there's some mystery and, and, and kind of like, I don't know. Uh, again, like you find, uh, I, I remember every everybody knows it. Everybody can remember the the birds from I think Dark Souls two, if I'm not mistaken, in the the nest that is up there. That's like squawking. It's like squeaky, squeaky, shiny, squeaky, squeaky, smooth or silky, s- smooth. Like everybody knows what I'm talking about. If you right. played that game, but no, you know what I mean. Like if you didn't know to give the rock to that that that, and it would give you something you would just pass it by and be like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Like, so it, it, it's one of those things that like, I, I think you're right. Enigma. It a hundred percent is a, a game that, uh, this is their, this is their, their demon souls. I'm excited for remnant too. Let's see what they yeah. can do really behind getting, you what, know, getting the, stuff behind them. The, the one thing that, the one thing that I can say about them is that like, I, I think they've got a solid footing underneath them. And I think that the one thing that dark souls have over them is just time. They've right. got yeah. more behind them. They've got time behind them. They've got more games mm-hmm. behind them, and I, I am I am looking forward to more from uh, Remnant. It's just they need to work on that delivery pace, right? Like it's been a fucking year without with nothing. I just much. hope this isn't an IP that they abandon after they get their. Man, I'm hoping not too, man. Like it, it, I think that because I think it, I think it solid. did well from everything that I've seen. It actually it, like it did, did do well, well yeah. For, yeah. for me seeing no marketing on the fucking game. I saw absolutely fuck all marketing for that game. Mm-hmm. I it, it sold really well from what I understand. I there didn't find out about it before like a week. Baru was playing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I mean, I, I like I said. Let's just see what they do with the second one. You know what I mean? This is, this is, they've got the money now. They've got, you know, I think they did an okay job. It's not a terrible game. And I think it's fun to go back to every once in a while and, and kind of play it from there. So, um, yeah. uh, you know, and, and what, there was a souls game that you were talking about, Bill, that was coming out or is coming out. Hell's something. Hell, Hell point. Hell point. Yeah. What is this? I, what is I looked this? at yeah, that yeah. a little bit. I haven't looked it, at it It yet. looks I, really I good. The, it I looks... saw that you posted a video about it. I need to go and watch it. Yeah, it's a it's a new game that's coming out in the Souls uh, Souls like genre. It's made by a studio. This is their first game, so take that with a grain of salt. But they're being backed by the production studio that did like uh, the Hello Neighbor games. They did that Graveyard Keeper game. So they've got a few like bigger games on their uh, on their radar. Nothing of this caliber, but give me one second and I can give you more info but it comes out in two weeks from today it's i didn't know it was that soon yeah yeah it's uh there's a demo out for it right now on steam if you want to look at it's called hellpoint uh the demo is called hellpoint the thespian feast i think it is um and it's about a one to two hour the cool things about it is it's a cosmic horror style game kind of like what bloodborne was but instead of being set in like Victorian, like where the HP Lovecraft stuff was normally set, you're actually going up into space and going to meet the cosmic gods head to head. Is that like but, uh, the Surge? 
no it's like i'm catching like a like a cyberpunk meets yeah everything like that Souls, a lot of the uh, the people that are talking about it are can like the big comparison right now is dead space meets dark souls yeah i bet yeah that, yeah but the from what the demo had at least and i haven't played the demo but i've looked at a little bit of it it's uh got different build routes it's got all the stuff that you would expect from a normal souls like but it kind of takes a few things from that remnant formula uh, i don't know if this is what the game is going to be like on release but at least in the demo it randomly generates you a build so this is i'm assuming some place that's going to be like in an early to mid point in the game what the demo covers if it's even a point in the base game at all but you go through all the enemies are like they're not like static positioned they're like procedurally generated every time you die the enemy positions will change on you uh the they have a spawnable elite system like what remnant has and they also have multiple different bosses similar to what remnant had i think the demo has two different bosses that you can potentially fight once you get to the end game same arenas but different bosses. When does so, this when does this the launch? platform sorry huh? April twenty sixth. April twenty sixth. Yeah. But the uh the levels are static, so that's different from remnant. The enemies that you're gonna find in the areas are going to be static. Um and the bosses there's not like the variant system like what remnant did, but Is they there... are kind of going on that like procedural mobbing and procedural boss like which boss are you going to get where the mobs going to be oh i just died to this guy where's he going to be next time you it kind of makes it so you can't prepare for that and they have a jump button a designated jump button there's going to be some platforming involved as well is there a uh multiplayer aspect to it or no there is there's a online multiplayer and split screen multiplayer okay interesting is there going to be like invading do you think like uh, dark souls has I believe on the Steam page they have PvP listed, but they haven't went into detail about I was, it. I was really sad that, because Remnant was supposed to have a PvP element that uh, they never really fledged out. Um, I, I think they're still going to be... Did they drop it? No, they, I, I, think they, I think they're working on it. They say they're working on it, but they dropped it for release because they, they felt that they wanted to watch, or they wanted to focus on like the, the main core aspects before they did any PvP. There is uh, in the in the Hellpoint game, it is, does have the online PvP tag to it. So it's I'm assuming it's if not on release, they're going to have an arena no. at some point. And it's Steam. It is Steam. Yes. What's the uh, price point? Uh. Is it full price? It does not say, which is mm. a little unsettling. There's a. Uh, there's no price point to it right now. They just have the release date up. Um, this is another Kickstarter project, so mm. I don't know Oof, if that's... Risky. Yeah, it's risky. It's something that... The fact that there's no price point has me a little sketch, but they do have that free demo out. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, made, it's made by the same guys that make... Uh, or at least it's published by the same people. It's the tiny build that made... like Tiny build, yeah. And... Yeah, Hello neighbor and a couple other great yeah, ones. Yeah, Cradle so I, Games I, is I the mean, for for these kind of games, uh, uh, average price point from like thirty to you know, if it is a full like a really full game, two sixty is kind of expected. I'd say uh, but, I would sixty dollars is way too much for any. It, I mean, yeah. well, honestly, so, I'm saying if it's on the line of, of Dark Souls, like actually, even still forty bucks, man. For, if, for I, a, I would say forty is like a good thing. price. Yeah, 
Yeah, if I had to bank a price, it's going to be 35 or 40. Yeah, because um, that's what Renan did, from, and I think that was perfect. Just from what they're toting it at. And yeah, like you said, Tiny Builds has, they have mm. good track record with I their mean, games. Most, they of, have... most of their games are like between the 20 and, and $40 range. Yeah, so. and most of their games are good. Streets of Rogue is amazing. The Hello Neighbor games, I've never, play- yeah. I've never played them, but they were good. Pathologic, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Party Hard was fun. Graveyard Keeper's fun. Um, they have a good track record to them. So I'm hoping this new dev studio will really bring something good. And it looks like, from what I've seen, it's, it's got enough unique going for it that it uh, it, it could become one of the, the better Souls-like games. It, it kind of has a combat system that looks more close to uh, Code Vein than does uh, any of the other ones. Yeah, I don't know whether that's good or bad. I haven't played Code, Co- Vein, Code Vein yet either. Was, but... Code Vein's... Honest to God, Covain is a, is a sleeper hit that people really should fucking look I'm, at. I'm planning on getting it eventually next time it, it goes on sale dude, or if you, whatnot. If you pick it up, let me know because I would love to play co-op with you. Sounds good, man. Like, yeah. it, but if, if you enjoyed Code Vein, everything I've looked at, the combat styles, like the way the weapons behave, the way the enemies behave, seems very Code Vein-esque. I was watching a video, and it didn't look, and maybe he wasn't just using it, but it didn't look like there was any sort of lock-on system. It was all kind of free. Do you know? Have you I, seen anything? I'm planning on playing the demo tomorrow, so okay. I yeah, will know yeah. more about like the too. actual like hard mechanics of it. I was wondering and, about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I noticed that as well. I don't know if it's like a lock on that just doesn't have a like an aim reticle. Oh yeah, right. If there is no lock on. It might we'll, just be really mellow. I don't know. We'll, we'll have Which, to revisit with most Souls games, I don't lock on anyway. So we'll, we'll gotcha. have to revisit it next podcast. I think I want to pick it up and try it at least. Um, yeah. That's so was, yeah. So uh, I've got a question from chat from uh, Chicken Boy. He was wondering. I, I haven't played, but if anybody, what you, what do you guys think about Star Wars: uh, Fallen Order? If anyone has played it or seen it, what do you guys think? I picked it up. I I watched I watched a Crovid, one of our stream team members. He, he played it for a yeah. long time. And I I thought it looked good. Like I, I know it got really great uh, reviews in a, mm-hmm. in a time where uh, I think it's Activision wasn't producing the best Star Wars games. Yeah, right. And they were kind of going against the grain, where they were they were saying, you know, we we don't want any more single player focused video games. We want to, we want to move more towards multiplayer video games. Single player RPGs are taking the past. Nobody ever wants to play those things. I think yeah. they're dead fucking yeah. wrong on that. Like they they and, and it shows. They 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 sold very well. Uh, Star Wars: Fallen Order, from what I remember, sold very well. It, it looked polished. It really did. It was about a month after release. The initial release of that game, it was. Yeah, pretty buggy for the most part, but they fixed it really fast. And oh, okay. But the, but, my... the, but the core of it was actually decent. It, 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 oh yeah. When it came to like Star Wars video games in the past from Activision, it's been complete trash. Oh yeah, yeah. it was right, yeah. it was definitely <laughs> a breath of fresh air. And yeah. what my chat is saying, it's, I haven't played it personally, but which, which one is it? Is it Activision or it's, it's EA? EA. Yeah. yeah, that's that's yeah. what I mean. I always get EA and Activision mixed up because they're both shit companies and nobody yeah. <laughs> take from them. But yeah. from what yeah. my chat's saying, it's it's really good. They're saying it's like Dark Souls mixed with like Tomb Raider puzzle solving. So yeah, if, I, and like the wall running mechanics and stuff like that, like the Tomb Raider platforming and puzzles mixed with Dark Souls esque combat. A hundred percent. I've seen good things. Give. Give from software every one of these fucking IPs. Give them yeah. Tomb Raider. Give them uh, Star <laughs> Wars. Give them fucking Avengers. 
give them everything. I want them like uh, again, like I stand from software. Forever. Star Wars would do phenomenal in a Souls environment. Phenomenal in a Souls environment. I mean, it, they just absolutely phenomenal <laughs> in, in a Souls environment. It just it really. I just, yeah, I just, I just wish that they would do an actual decent like. Don't get me wrong, Star Wars: uh, The Old Republic is a great MMO. It's it's awesome for what it was and when it when it released. But they need to get a new Star Wars MMO out, and preferably action combat, if at all possible. I mean, yeah, no, I, I mean it. it uh, I I I don't have a problem with with Old Republic necessarily. Neither do I. I, I think. Do I. I, I just it was a, great, I, a great a great video game. I just think that I don't honestly God, I don't know why it didn't succeed. I don't or nope. it, it didn't it didn't wait hold on a second because there's fucking rabid fan bases with that. It's not that it didn't succeed. I don't think <laughs> I don't I don't know why it didn't do as well as what it should the, have the done. one thing the one thing that I can say is and, and I think this might have a big thing to do with it. I don't know for sure when exactly it happened, but when they went free to play. I think that hit him really hard because of all the all the uh, the stuff that they put behind the paywall, right? Yeah. Well, no, like, well, the, I, I that that, that absolutely yes. But I I went back and played it recently, and and they have uh, a core mechanic in all MMOs to hide your helmet is behind a subscription, right? You can't no, you can't they, hide your helmet. They nickeled and dimed it now, but I'm saying like <laughs> at launch. Yeah, why that game did not stay as successful as what it should have because well, it's, it's, in it's all honesty like, it had uh, it had so much right i mean the classes were good the the combat system was fluid the dungeon system was great the drop yeah. system was great the raid system was great uh i mean i don't, I don't know I, I don't know why they why it just didn't pvp was great i mean it, it just you know, uh, it's, it's, know, it's like it's like I said. I, I think the biggest problem with it was it it kind of fell into that same trap as as most MMOs that released around that time. Like, mm -hmm. I what's it called? I Elder Scrolls Online didn't do so well. They that was because they were complete shit on release, though. Um, yeah. You know, there was there was a bunch of other MMOs that were coming out around that same time. I think it has to do with like the same thing that happened between World of Warcraft and uh, Warhammer Online, right? World of Warcraft just outshadowed Warhammer Online, and that's just that was how the cookie crumbled. Yeah. Well, War, Warhammer, dude, Warhammer was just a way superior game. Warhammer, yeah. in all I aspects agree. of it, was a fucking superior game. I agree. It's just they got overshadowed because World of Warcraft was a Warcraft franchise, and they already had. Well, again, man, this is the like, oh my god, this is the fucking time right now for a MMO for that's a company to fucking do yeah. an MMO right, like. That's why that's I want Riot to do an MMO, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, I... instead of focusing on Valorant, I mean, as much as I'm excited for Valorant, an MMO from Riot would be sweet with all their lore, dude. Dude, I, yeah, I want them to do an MMO. <laughs> they, they have the world is built for a fucking MMO. Um, no, it probably won't happen. No. One of <laughs> our, one of our, one of our viewers is talking about the, uh, the Ray stuff, and I'm like, yeah, no, the Aussie beef, you're completely correct. I, I, I hope that if they do make more star wars games they completely do away with the race well, <laughs> like the, the new honestly, the new star wars stuff so as someone that played star wars galaxies like og star wars galaxies like one yeah. that to me was one of the best mmos i've ever played it was it was great um it, it is a it's a situation where i think why that game flourished so well was because you were in this universe but there was no legitimate there was no story like it 100% was dropped you in. You're, you're just living in the Star Wars universe. 
you know, when you start adding all the story crap, because I don't, I don't want anything to do with Ray. I don't want, if I fucking hear, um, what is that whiny emo bitch's name? Uh, Kylo Ren. Fuck him. Fuck, fuck Ray. Fuck all of that. Fuck the last three Star Wars. They were shit movies. Like, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. They were complete garbage. Um, it, they just like you, you add in a story into that mode and it's just, as like, Julia, you're going to, you're going to learn really quickly by tuning into this podcast that Papa Sin has his rants and we just, we just stay. You got to let me go, bro. I got, I just got to get, I just got to get tuckered out. And then just just smile it is, if anybody, I'm, I'm one of the biggest star Wars fucking nuts that's out there. Like a hundred percent. Like I, I have gone and and sat through for sure. I, I have gone and sat through like multiple marathons have like, multi like hundreds of thousands of dollars dedicated into star wars <laughs> and, like almost onto the level of what i am for avengers and marvel and what i'm telling you right now is that if you are i don't give it it, 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 it com- <laughs> like this is how angry it makes me it completely destroyed everything that was built on Star, like from the Star Wars premises, completely just kicked it square in the nuts and was the laziest, most like com- discombobulated, disjointed piece of hot dog shit that has ever come out of anything out, out of Disney. Like, I would rather watch frozen porn than to watch have to sit through and, and I mean, see I'm that. Sure that's like, a thing, you know, it, we, it's, we can figure that out. It's you. complete shit, complete dog shit, horrible shit. Like, Oh God, that was such. It was so bad. So anyway, don't yeah, make a Star Wars my, in that in that universe in the game. My, in the my, my biggest my biggest thing is that I I really do hope that uh, with the with the new focus on like this this new stuff with the the Fallen Order and everything like that that we start seeing some new video games, some new Star Wars video games, some new Star Wars MMOs, and they're good. They're actually decent. I'm hoping that that's the biggest thing for me. I just want everybody to get bought out by From Software. I must send that nice. one. Just, from, just have From Software make From Software from MMO. Software and CD Project Red. Just give them I was, all. I was about to say CD Project videos. Red too. Yeah. I feel like From and CD Project Red are like the two the only hopes we have dev teams that haven't even thought about screwing anybody over. They're, yet. they're the uh, they're the the Northern Star in our sky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To right now, for support. For now, it, Blizzard used to be the same thing. Yeah, yeah I, I've gotten a little scared with FromSoft with their uh, how they handled the Dark Souls one remaster stuff, but Dude, their remasters blemish. have never been good. Like they I, I enjoyed this the Scholar of the First Sin remaster remake, whatever you want to call it. I thought that was fun. I did not like that at all. I didn't like that one, and I didn't like the Demon Souls remake. I thought the Demon Souls remake was complete shit. Like, they did Demon Souls remake. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, they did. Well, that game's garbage anyway. So that game is the, not the, garbage. The problem with, <laughs> the, problem with uh, the problem with those remakes and remasters, though, is that they don't change any of the core mechanics that make the game feel dated. Yeah. And those are games where precision is needed. And if it does feel dated compared to what the modern standard is, it's you're gonna have a bad time. Well, what blows yeah. me away is that you have you have Demon Souls, then you have Dark Souls One, then you have Dark Souls Two, then you have Bloodborne, and then you have Dark Souls Three. And to me, Dark Souls Three was a step back, like for, than what Bloodborne was. Like Bloodborne, I want Bloodborne Two, man. I want a Bloodborne. I want Bloodborne on give PC. It. Give me Bloodborne on PC. Yeah, like just yeah. give me Bloodborne on my on, on, on PC. Yeah. I like I, I will play it over again on PC. <laughs> I just want it on PC. Um, see, see, as, as as a person that's never played it, like I I can't. I I don't own 
a, P- a PlayStation, right? Mm-hmm. But I've looked at it and I've watched people play it, and I'm like, it's dude, such I a good love game to play that. It's yeah, such I a good game. Love to play that, and and I'm I'm not I'm not usually a Souls like game I, gamer, you know. I don't, yeah. I don't there, there is a reason why it's Dark my favorite Souls. game of all time. It's mm-hmm. it's such a good game. It, it's I don't know. I I I think out of all of them, I think it's the best. I, I think it'll come. Honestly, I think it, in the coming in the coming years, we'll start seeing more and more PlayStation games being ported over because I think they kind of have to with the way that Xbox is going. I would days. love to see a Bloodborne PC because they, they're yeah. already talking about it's porting over. I uh, what was that fucking robot? Fucking oh uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. It's, it's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's and that in... and that has that has pissed off. Oh pissed off the fucking playstation community it's also it's pissed like off the pc a... community they don't need, they're not even adding an fov slider like you're not even getting the game yeah, right if you think if you think that's bad just wait until they announce god of war as a uh because oh. uh, oh. it's no longer says exclusive on the playstation oh. store so that's the oh, big no. that's the big speculation right now is that god of war is the next uh playstation exclusive coming to and PC. guys and all and all across the world the rees of angry if PlayStation anybody out there <laughs> thought that the, with the new, launch of the new consoles that you are going to get exclusives only on your console and that PC players are going to get dicked on, you're an idiot. You're uh, 100% an idiot. These systems have been moving to PC-based software and PC-based architecture for so long. Like, the con- that's what they want. Consoles want that. Like, they, they need it. They have to have it. Like, because... Well, except for Nintendo. Okay, Nintendo is in a... Nintendo is in its own... Tom Nook owns Nintendo. They're just gonna let them Nintendo, do own Nintendo all the bells that you need to do to do whatever you gotta Nintendo's do. Over the corner, just like, like, hey guys, yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo's <laughs> Nintendo. No, no, we're never getting anything on PC from Nintendo. It's just not unless it's a ROM hack. Um, but like, it, you're you're just uh, obl- completely oblivious to what it is. Like, and we've been we've been screaming it forever. Like PC Master Race. There's a reason for it. Like these things, are, these games are developed on PCs. They are literally built on PCs. Why would you think that they are not going to be ported over to PC essentially? And these companies understand that like we either a take a huge hit in market share and revenue from not launching on PC and only launching on consoles. Which I don't give a damn how many you tell me. Like how many times and you're gonna throw numbers in my face of like, oh, well, there's 20 million piece, you know, or whatever, 100 million units that are PlayStation or Xboxes. It doesn't matter because when you say I'm gonna open it up to PCs, you've just increased your numbers. Like it, it, it it's just, yeah, it's math. That's, man. that's, what, like, that's what I've been, that's yeah. what I've been saying from the start. Even, even when it comes to like these, uh, the launcher exclusivity, it's like, why have launch exclusivity on a launcher? when you can have multiple different launchers selling the same product, you're making more money. There's people that don't want to buy from Epic that if you launched on Steam, you're still getting the same fucking profit that you would. It doesn't make any sense to me. It, it really doesn't. I don't, yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah, no, it's, no, it's, I agree. it's stupid. So, um, well, to be 100% honest, guys, we are coming up on our two-hour mark, and we have kind of committed ourselves to keeping this to a, a two-hour show um, for the most part, unless because otherwise we're going to sit here and talk for four and a half hours. Um, uh, Animal Crossing. Oh, oh, man. Do we got to talk about Animal Crossing again? No, no, it, I mean, it's no, always no. how it ends. Uh, I don't want to talk about Animal Crossing. Point. And then I get freaking tilted for no reason. I don't want to talk about it. Do we want to end the podcast off with uh, a quick chat about Bleeding Edge? I know you guys were on to talk about it but yeah do we think I mean, we can, can do it in less than five minutes we could or uh or yeah or do we no, i mean i think i think i think we play if I we think... 
if we save it for the next time, we can probably have some more on it because I think it uh, right now as it stands, it's uh, getting some I, updates I that I want to wait. It seems like you guys have kind of dropped off on it. Don't don't take that as offensive. Or no, like no, that. it, it just, is it true. Like I, I haven't played it in a sec. So and that's, and that's it. yeah. There's reasons behind it. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's not because it's a bad game. There's things that need to get worked on um, mm-hmm. from a balance perspective and things of that nature um okay. and also too we've just gotten really sucked into league like it just is what it is fucking I mean, league. you play fucking league you now bro don't it. even oh, I, know, I know i'm like i got i got reinvigorated into it man. Yeah. yeah um and uh there has been a request guys uh that we do a top five uh games um you know and what i what i, what I can say is how i can like normally we would do that at the end of the year because obviously you know that's more of like an end of the year kind of conversation um what i will say is i do think what we can do is at least do like a top five you know q1 so q1 games have come out in the last like you know january february march um april mm we can sit down and go and on the next show and talk about yeah let's, let's do that for the next show i'm gonna have to think yeah. about that holy shit yeah no no the no, 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 next show i'm not gonna do i'm not gonna do that now we're not we're not doing that now no we will do that we'll do that next show so for next show guys tune in because we will give uh our top fives probably most likely that entire show will be dedicated to that because that is a long lengthy discussion from each of us yeah yeah there's gonna be some overlap inevitably too i'm sure there will but Either way, that's going to be a lot of discussion. Like, that honestly might exceed the two hours. Yeah, that, that, to that, stick to that. yeah we'll, we'll, we'll do what we can um, we, and, and go yeah. into it. Are, are we just going to do first quarter? Are we going to include... Because we never really talk about the the end of last year, like the last quarter of last year either. I, I think we I think for time reasons and for sanity reasons, we keep it to first quarter. First quarter. Um, yeah. okay. And we do Q1, Q2. Or, uh, we, you know, we can do this as a, as a Q1, Q2, Q3, and then we can just do a year-round um, uh, show. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I've, I've already got some plans for the year, for the end of the year show. And I'm super excited to even, to even just kind of, I'm gonna talk with these guys offline. You got chat. You're not going to be able to hear about it. It's secrets. Um, secrets, secrets. Um, but, uh, COVID, COVID wanted to know if we were going to take in a couple of questions. I know he had a couple of questions he wanted to ask. Um, yeah. So what we can do is we've got, uh, realistically about a minute left, but let, we'll open it up, uh, for the next couple minutes here. Um, try, try and make them short. Yeah, please. Questions. Yeah. Please Let's keep not, them. Don't get sin on a right. tangent is pretty much Shut what he's up. saying. Uh, <laughs> um, in any case, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll run through a couple questions here. Um, we'll open it up. Um, just a reminder, if you guys are reading it, read it from your chat. Make sure that we are reading the name of the person and the ch- the questions so people that are listening yeah. to YouTube all yeah. understand. So, mm-hmm. um, so COVID posts. There's a, two questions in that. COVID, lo- you broke both rules, bro. You, you kept this. Fu- you're, it's, it's fucking long <laughs> he, as he shit. You also asked the question prior to me actually saying that. Uh, okay. All right. COVID asked first. Oh it, okay. First is your sit. Oh, my God. First, as you're saying, from from software should do Star Wars. How would you feel about Star Wars Witcher third person RPG from CD Projekt Red? Is the first part of the question. I'd I'd, I'd be all for it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. If I don't if, really they, if if CDPR could get the rights to Star Wars, I think they they would be a much better fit. Personally, don't don't fucking at me. I know you guys are are all about ID Soft and all that shit, or not ID Soft from Soft. 
and all that shit but i think that cdpr has a better grasp on it at the moment with rpg wise at the, least what, the, the reason mm. i say from this from software and the souls like experience is because of the world that is in, in, in like it really yeah. is a world that can fucking kill you with really anything i mean when you're talking about rancors when you're talking about mm. um uh uh what create dra uh create dragons and things like that walking around like it's just you know i mean it fits very very well into a from software style of game but i don't see i mean cd project red i have no problem with them doing it either i mean the witcher games are amazing they're fucking great and and to be honest some could argue that it, the witcher games really kind of do have a souls like kind of touch to them um yeah. no, they don't. no they don't <laughs> they're, they're hack and slash at best the, the, the those games have never been about the mechanics they've always been about the story and billy? the uh, the world billy, you're pissing me off right now <laughs> i don't think that yeah i don't I, I mean i've been i've been restricted that i can't go on a tangent but i don't think that's necessarily true like <laughs> i'm about to go on a tangent after oh, yeah okay. i mean shit let's talk about animal crossing no <laughs> uh can, can i wait can i weigh on this topic yeah, for real. i would i think in a if the game takes place in a modern uh star wars universe like like not modern as in like what they're currently doing but modern as in like advanced future star wars i think cd project red would do the better job Dude, I, it, I actually, it takes I place in like go way the fuck back to like the uh like the book canon to where they uh like where the Jedi's are more prevalent, where the Sith Lords are more like heavily like prevalent, where it's more lightsaber style stuff. I feel I like see. Dark Souls could do a yeah. lot more with that. No, I, I think software. that I think I completely agree with you on that part because I think the From Software would do better actually even prior to that when it was early days when the Jedi were just barely starting out, when the Sith were just barely starting out, when when the entire world was just building. Right, right. right. If, if that's what you mean, then then yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly. exactly. Hell, they could even do a Sith like you play as the Sith Lord of some sort of upcoming whatever you're doing. No. That would be neat. What do you think, Scruff? Uh, really, not much of a comment for me. I'm <laughs> Scruff's like, don't care. <laughs> it's it's not really uh <laughs> my style, so it's it's just kind of sure. There you go. <laughs> All right, go get. Sorry, go collect your go collect your fucking bells. Um, the yeah, se the yeah. other part of that question is: second, you said the Clone War. Uh, hold on. Second, you said you watched all the movies and played all the games, but have you watched the Clone Wars and Rebels? Yes, I have. Um, I have watched. Uh, um, honestly, one of the best storylines in any of the Star Wars universes is actually the Star Wars Clone Wars, not the new animated series, which. Uh, the new animated series is good. There's nothing wrong with it. Don't get me wrong. But the actual old school, like Samurai Jack style anime Ooh. style uh, Clone War series, um, where it was talking about uh, Grievous and all of those kind of things and Mace Windu and really del delve into that storyline was phenomenal. One of the best ones. Uh, seriously, if you've not watched that story or watched that um, that series, go watch that series it will really blow you away um with how well it is done um and yes rebels i don't have a problem with rebels i'm not a big fan of the rebel stuff i'm not i'm i just i don't like the new art i don't like that that type of art style like i it there's something about the like computer generated like it's trying to be a video game not video game animation style that i really don't like like i am a pen paper cartoon style person i just yeah. i always have um yeah, uh, Chicken Boy asks, and again, your guys' chat, please feel free to chime in here. I mean, I've got 
I've got two more questions on my. I got uh, the same question here in mind, so you're going over it. Okay. Uh, so Chicken Boy two two one in my chat asks, uh, "What did y'all think of Generation Zero? Um, so this came up when we were talking about games for that were busted um, and uh, <laughs> broken, and you paid for it, you didn't get what you what you got. Um, I don't know anything about Generation Zero. It, from oh, what I, I can from what I can look up over here, it was like an open world style game that I guess had mechs. It was like a survival yeah. game. Yeah, it's like robots. He, um, he, he mentioned earlier that they shut down. I they're still selling it. I don't I don't understand. Yeah, I don't think they shut down. Is it completely shut down or what? Or, if they're still selling it on Steam, then that's against Steam policy. Yeah, or if it's shutting down soon, they should have halted the selling. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about it. I mean, from what it looked like, it looked pretty cool. Uh, but it, it also, I heard it was it, it was a little borked. Um, but the I don't know, from if I gave it any credit for for being a decent game because it's got mostly positive on Steam. I think uh, the the characters and like the scenery of it being set in 1980s Sweden. Which uh, is unique. That's cool. Yeah, it's unique. You know, you don't. Like it, 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 it went down. Like, it went down a, the the survival genre. Kind of like um, I think it was more similar to like the forest of where they yeah. actually had a story to it. It wasn't just like a mindless survival. Well, it's, I can. I also saw it's like only like a one to four sur- person survival game. So yeah, I don't know. it's co-op. It, it was um, online. What I will and... what I'll do is I will I will. Go and do research on the game and come back with it for the next show. Um, I, yeah, will, I will answer that, that question because I didn't get to play it. I don't, I don't I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to pay for it. I can tell you that. I'll just do the research on it. Um, a nice dog 97 asks, what game do you want to go to PC the most, excluding Bloodborne? Mm, are we across all mm-hmm. platforms? Like across all platforms? Or are we just saying like PlayStation, Xbox, or one from each? Like, um, Let's let's just do all platforms. All, make all, it easy. all platforms, yeah. huh? Um, I really just fucking want Bloodborne. <laughs> I just I can the only one I can't think of that isn't Bloodborne. I guess for me, I it would be The Last of Us, the first one. I think The Fuck Last of Us was a good game. I know you have your opinions on Last of Us, but uh, honestly, shit. I I think it's a pretty cool game. I'd like to play it on PC probably. Uh, the second as well. I just want Bloodborne. Yeah, I just, okay. I really, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, get off the Bloodborne actually, thing. I, I, I do, I do have gonna, one. I do have one. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say upcoming game because I want to play it the most, and I, I know that I'm never going to be. Oh able to play yeah, it, it's Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, yeah. So that's my yeah. thing. That should yeah. be a that should be a PC release. I feel like it really should. I don't know why it's not, other yeah. than the fact that it's it's a fucking Sony bullshit. So yeah. this is something that I don't know. So there's two that I, re- I would really, really want. I mean, again, aside from Bloodborne. We said one. I got sin. it. Fa- but it doesn't, I mean, this doesn't really count oh, because Phantom, Phantom Dust is technically out. <laughs> Phantom, du- Phantom Dust is my all-time favorite game, period. Like, hands down, Phantom Dust is a phenomenal game. It was on the original Xbox. They did release it on Steam, but they did just such a shit job of releasing it that nobody plays it. Um, and I really, and it, it, it needs a multiplayer like you have to have people to play this game. Um, I really wish that they would do a better job of that. And so that doesn't really count. Um, the one that I, I really, really, really wish that they would um, uh, bring out is, and I don't think they ever did, is the original Fantasy Star Online. Like the old, 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 like original Dreamcast Fantasy Star Online. Um, I mean, they're doing it with Fantasy Star 2. Huh? Yeah, but it's not. It, first off, it's on Xbox it's only right same, now. But and, I mean, it's co- it's coming to PC in in, in the Yeah, in but it's it's still not the same. I want the yeah. original fi- the original Fantasy Star Online. That was a phenomenal game. Yeah. It was it was it was great, and we're never going to probably see that. So yeah. yeah. 
Um, and yes, we are streaming. I am streaming after this. I don't know if anybody else is. So yeah, I'll be um, streaming too. Yep. Any other questions? Nope. Any other questions across the boards? I think that's honestly all we got. Yeah. Cool. We're going to call it. Guys, thank you, everybody uh, and girls. Thank you, everybody, for being here, hanging out. We had an amazing time. This was an awesome, awesome episode. Uh, It flowed very, very well. So no transitions. Jesus Christ, man. You guys expect perfection to give me nothing. You should keep a count for Son of a bitch. Uh, In any case, um, it was. An awesome show. Again, we always enjoy doing this. We love being here. I are, I'm already wishing that we were. Uh, it was two weeks from now, so we could do the next one. Um, yeah. The next it one comes so fast, though. I feel like they too. do. They do. They um, really. So it's just like one after another. That's what my wife says as well. Um, but uh, <laughs> and we will be live again next week uh, in two weeks um, on Thursday at ten o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time, right here on my channel, on Scruffy's channel, and Bill's yep. channel. Um, also, uh, they do get uploaded to YouTube. The uh, last one, there was some complications, but it is getting uploaded as well, as well as this one not soon after. Absolutely. And uh, there is the link in my channel um, to go and take a look and click on the subscribe button. Guys, please, uh, everybody go. And if you have not subscribed, even if you don't necessarily care about YouTube as uh, at all, please go and hit the subscribe button because we are mm-hmm. trying to get to 100 subscribers so we Definitely can get our, our, cust- our custom it URL. Helps. Um, but we do upload these, like Scruffy said, to YouTube, so you can watch the shows at your leisure whenever you. Um, on, on top of that, we're also we're also looking at like doing some other things with the podcast. Uh, we had been talking about between me and Billy and the, the rest of these guys, maybe making more bite sized chunks and such, so it's not uh, you're not listening to an entire two hour, right? You know, podcast at once so we were, we're thinking clip about it out for some of the exciting so. moments or yeah. moments like, you might want to see we, more we, of. we might after tonight after tonight sins rants might be a thing we might just start clipping those out and yeah post those yeah. you know they have a compilation of all the <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> there you go yeah you, you, you know, know what i'm I, I make i make this show entertaining it's just <laughs> so uh in any case please go and hit that subscribe button um thank you guys all for being here at an amazing, amazing time, and we will catch you guys in two weeks. If you guys want to stay uh, around, we are going to be live again after this, but you guys have a wonderful night. I yep. see you guys. Peace.